Hello there and welcome to episode 56 of Unknown Regions Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle, and with me as always is your other host, my son, Colin. Hey, do you mind? (laughs) What's going on, y'all? Stepping on my audio, how dare you? I'm going to be, do you know, do you know Funk Flex? No, I don't. Oh, (laughs) Uh, he's, he like does a, he's a DJ on a hip hop radio station and he's just like always hyped and yelling over people. Oh God. Hilarious. Well, let's not pretend to be him. That would be extremely Boop. annoying for everyone, including Boop. listeners. So, so, I feel so... Um, Vindicated. No, I feel Upheld. so... No, I feel so um, in fashion that we start every oh. episode with hello there. I just want to say... Oh, yeah. Stay woke. We've Stay been woke. helloing, hello thereing. Since the beginning. Are we the only one that episode. you know of that does that? Oddly, yes. That's so weird, dude. Isn't that it weird? seems like something that would be cheesy for us to do. <laughs> I I actually made <clears throat> sure that at least none of the podcasts I listen to do that because I didn't want to like be lame, but <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Uh no, it's weird, isn't it? It's pretty weird. Uh, and I apologize if my audio is weird because my audio is acting weird today. Colin's not here with me. Yeah, we are remote. We're remoting, and I really hate remoting, but... I just tested my Mine sounds good. All right. Well, hopefully this won't sound hideous because I have a lot to say. True. And I hope you have a lot to say. I have a decent amount to say, but I'm, I know you have a lot more than me, so... We haven't really... Um, talked a lot about this episode other than okay how many times you just you... sent you just sent me minor freakouts that's all you've said yeah minor freakouts how many times have you watched it would you say twice two times oh okay well but i'm pretty sure the second time i noticed everything i needed to notice i'm pretty sure okay the first watch is usually well especially something like this the first watch you're you're like compromised you know what i mean <laughs> okay at least yeah, that's was, usually how i am it I was know. i'm pretty sure the first time in this series where i did shed a tear there was a <gasps> tear shed which part um it was honestly uh, i mean do, are, like this is near the end of the episode do we oh, want to go like, um, chronological i guess i should say we are going to go I'm probably over gonna forget. we are going to go over obi-wan kenobi part six today that's what we're doing (laughs) yeah in case you're listening to this eight years in the future and you didn't read the headline and you don't know what we're talking about that's what we're talking about okay what when did you cry it was it was when he was talking to leia on the platform about her parents oh that part was so well written dude so genius i wanted you know what i mean to jump so genius a different interpretation a different interpretation that's what we just got a different one you know what i mean that's what that is. It felt what good. Mean, what do you mean a different interpretation? I mean, it just felt like... It felt like balanced. You know what I mean? Some nice mm. balance. <clears throat> That's why I liked it. Like paying homage to both of them. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Oh, you mean like finally they're acknowledging Padme exists? Is that what you mean? No, acknowledging that like Anakin exists, dude. That's the thing. Oh. Well, I was just... I mean, of course, yeah, Padme. Like, that's always great. Again, we sat through an entire Attack of the Clones panel at Celebration, and no one mentioned Padme, so... 
<laughs> no, I was honestly way more touched by the way that he described Anakin. I thought it was really interesting and definitely really cool. All right, I well. I don't know. That part just got me for some reason. I just didn't expect, like, that that dialogue to be delivered, I guess. It caught me by major surprise that we would get something that touching, you know? Yeah, it was... The, I'll have to make a note when we're, talk, when we're going through the episode of every time I started crying again because at some point it was like I was getting irritated because every, <laughs> every time... Oh, no. <laughs> You're like, come on, man. Well, because... I'm trying to watch this, right? My vision is yeah. bad. Every time I start crying, like really crying, I have to take my glasses off. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to pause it because I it just don't. It ruins the flow. So I'm like throwing my glasses a few times like, damn it, I can't, I can't see. Guys, can you please? <laughs> I can't see. Can you stop it for five minutes? Because I swear to you, I stopped and started crying at least five times. It was... Yikes. Getting to be annoying. Like, I hate my feelings. Don't you know this? Everyone knows that about me. I hate my feelings. I don't want to feel them. So just stop yeah. it. <laughs> stop manipulating me. All right. We got some great SRT work in this episode as well, by the way. Of course. With the voice act, with the Vader's voice. That was some uh, good stuff. Some good you know, stuff. You know what's so cool, though? Yeah. Well, what I thought, what came to my mind was um, when, you know, he splits the mask and you have Hayden Christensen and James Earl Jones, like, that's what I'm saying, layered on top of each other. But what's so cool about that, though, is because the scene that everybody's going to think of when they saw that, which is from Rebels, Twilight, Twilight of the Apprentice, they did the same thing, but with Matt, oh, what's his right. name? The voice actor that plays again, Lantner, Matt Lantner. Yeah, yeah. I can't say his name. Matt Lantner. They did the same thing with his voice and James Earl Jones's. Yeah. I mean, this is so good. Well, I think that like the feels, the feels, the feels. I just like how dirty it was. It was nicely dirty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was actually. Nice. I would say. Because I just watched Twilight of the Apprentice, yesterday. Also, it's your favorite part of the episode. Well, no, no, no. I said I just watched Twilight of the Apprentice But you were going to say, I would say what? And I would say the the mix of Hayden was... Better? Was, well, what you're saying, like, grittier, dirtier. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Felt yeah. more visceral. Well, I'm, I was going to say, like, when he <clears throat> yells, the way... By the way, you're always nervous about me. You're always annoyed when I say clipping. He yeah. clipped. That was a literal clip, which is really cool that they chose to be okay with that you know because m- normally people want to clean that kind of stuff up but that was actually no really cool. that sounded great because i also watched twin sons yesterday which is the uh, one with maul and obi-wan oh, and rebels yeah and of course that starts out with the famous i understand that but... yelling of Get up, hey! yeah and now we have bookends. Now we have. Now, <laughs> yeah. Now we can put no, them. No, you. You have to put them together. Yeah. Actually, this is a project for you. Oh man. Take before we. Pu- well, I don't know if we'll be able to no. do it before we publish it because no, I we want won't. this. I want this published ASAP. But yeah. um, you've got to take the Obi Wan and cut it together with the Kenobi. That's true. Like seamlessly. That's fact. Please, you got to do it. I mean, someone's gonna do that. Someone's already done that. Guaranteed. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. Somebody has done that. Although I haven't listened, universe. I haven't listened to anybody else's podcast because I don't like to do that. 
until we record, but I haven't even seen like an audio. I haven't seen it on Twitter and you would think I see everything on Twitter. No, I just, it reminded me of, um, it reminded me of a, that audio reminded me of a, that audio trick reminded me of a few things. It reminded me of devs. I'm not going to lie. It did like that beginning <laughs> sequence in episode three with the weird fizzy screen and it's like mm. it's like phasing between different scenes and you have oh, yeah, the voices yeah. and they're like mm-hmm. distorted and then cutting out and all that yeah and okay. then it also reminded me of um actually weirdly enough a kendrick lamar song <laughs> mm-hmm. which one i think i showed you this one it's called you it's from to pimp a butterfly Mm, I don't remember. There's a part in the middle. There's a part in the middle of the song. It's really hard to describe, but there's a part in the middle of the song where the audio is cutting between both left and right channels, and it's kind of like kind of haphazardly cutting in and out. It sounds like really garbage and like really distorted, because it's supposed to create this sense of like confusion. Mm. It reminded me of that. Reminded me of that a little bit. But I loved. Yeah, that audio was fire, bro. Also, Hallie thought the same way. She thought that audio was cool. It was cool. Um. All right. And then I loved. Oh, sorry. Oh, I also love the sound of um, Reva's lightsaber in this one a lot. It sounded cool. Cooler than Like normal? buffed a little bit. Oh, yeah. really? Oh. Yeah. I'll have to go back and listen again. Yeah. But what were you going to say? I was going to ask um, if we should just go through this like a normal recap, but then there's going to be a lot of discussion. So. <clears throat> I guess, yeah. But I don't want to, I don't, that's how I have my notes written out. So I don't want to miss anything. That would be tragic. Okay. Um, all right. So we open part six back on Tatooine right away. So. That's true. Tick in the column of Return of the Jedi similarities. True. And we see that same jerk from part one. Uh, where from where uh, Obi Wan was working on the big desert Elasmo Branchii. <laughs> yeah, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, you're gonna have to go back and listen to our other episode. <laughs> uh, but he says to the water guy, "Something you want to say?" And he says the exact same thing to Obi Wan, but Reva has a response. Yeah, that's true. That's true. She has something to say. She shall not be quieted. That's true. But this is a, this is a, um, just to call it out, another men, you know, another, another nod to the whole silence versus talking yeah. theme that we've kind of had up until now. Also, also low key, I don't know if this is perhaps on purpose, but the very first shot of this episode is like a very white surface. What? So, I don't know, this is kind of, I'm just realizing this now, but, like, talking about, like, duality and all that. Like, the first shot in the episode, like you said, is just the sand of Tatooine, you know? Oh, okay, the yeah. The very first shot, it's, like, it's oh, it's very bright compared to the other first shots of the other episodes, I think. It's very bright. You know what I mean? Bright suns. But oh, it's I just the that's sand. It's just, it's just the sand, though. Like, it's just bright I know, and white. I, I know, I know. You know I, I mean? It's white. It's I made white. a Batu joke. Point. Would you, like, Yeah, yeah, yeah I got it. yeah. Okay. But um, <laughs> the last shot is, like, kind of a nice dark compliment to that. The you know? last shot. I don't know what you're talking about. The last of shot. this episode, bro. I'm thinking of the last shot. It's the cliffs. It's the sunset. 
Yeah, but it's like kind of darker, you know? I guess I'll have to look at it again. I didn't notice right. it was darker. All right. Because it was pretty. Yeah. We got. Of course, we got to have a sunset at the end. That's true. Okay. Organize um, your thoughts, though. I can tell you're not organized. Cause let's get going. I am organized. I just haven't had very much coffee. That's the problem. Oh, okay. <laughs> we have different problems. If we record too late, you're tired and grumpy. If we record too early, I haven't had enough coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so, and my throat is driving me bananas. <clears throat> I think I might have to go back to the doctor. Oh, no. Bronchitis. Bronchitis. Is not, the bronchitis is not going away. Sadly. Okay. Right, but I think it's I think it was um interesting that we have again like a two bookends of Obi-Wan not saying anything and not doing anything when that guy's being a complete ass and then Riva who yeah, not not going to be quiet. Not going to she's got a mission and she's out to do it and that guy well, is in her way. She doesn't say anything, though. You know? She's quiet, but she just uses the force. Technically. Right. Well, yeah. Sure. Action. Yeah, She uses action. Action. Yeah. action speaks louder than words, says... That's true. Tala. That's true. Okay. Um, so, yeah. She gets... She's trying to find Owen. And she lived, obviously. She made it. <laughs> yes, this is obvious at this point. Yes, yeah. she made it. Um, Why is everyone <clears throat> surviving lightsaber stabs so easily these days, though? Okay. If you're going to be that guy, I guess we need to talk about <laughs> it. I want to know, though. If you're going to be that guy. I don't care. I just, I want to know. I'm curious, like, how, yeah? I mean, Are you, you can not curious? You can justify it any way you want to. I'm, I don't care that much personally because they, because Maul. Spider legs. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't care. That's true. That's true. Actually, and the other guy, the the um, Inquisitor, is not human. So you could reason that very easily that he would survive. Yeah, I'm. I'm cool with that. But this one. I'm but little, Reva, I mean, she's driven by rage. Clearly, she's driven by rage, which worked for Maul, after all. And um, you know, they do make a point to say that in part five that revenge is a good motivator to stay alive that's that's true that's true that's and fair it's Covering fair. her bases it's fair and yeah. also we are in a magical galaxy where wizards and magic exists i mean are people like upset about this is that why you're so, acting like this pro i i don't know because i don't hang I'm out upset. i don't hang out in the nether regions where all people like get upset about minutia like that we're out here but, we, are, we out here in the urp you know what i mean we are we are the enlightened type, yeah. and I only okay. hang out with other enlightened types. Oh God, dude, you sound very annoying right now. I'm sorry. That's, That's the way it is. Yeah. I don't have time to literally sit there and demand a a space X-ray of her abdomen. Like I don't have time, <laughs> and I don't oh. care. Again, space magic. I, yeah. Okay. Mall. Like I don't. That's <laughs> care. true. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, really. You're right. You're right. And, um, you know, I think they were, count they were counting on people like us to say, uh, sure, whatever. Yeah. If Filoni can do it, why can't we? You're probably right. All right. Oh, so it cuts to um, the slow motion ship chase. Yeah. 
uh, an, uh, hilarious. You know, I think we, well, did we, well, did we mention nah, it nah, before nah, that nah, it was nah, a nah, TLJ nah. slow motion ship chase? No, 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 no. It's not slow motion. It's not slow motion at all. It's <clears> definitely <throat> just a, it's a, it's not a, it's not a parallel to that part. It's a parallel, I think, to the part where they escape the ship and they're in the little frigates so like that are trying to escape and they're getting shot at. You know what I mean? I mean, it's then, both. You, it's both. Okay. They don't have a hyperdrive. It's definitely yeah. All right, man. Okay, okay. You don't you don't think it's both? I think I think it is way more. So- I mean, yeah. Okay, they don't have a hyperdrive. That's fair. That's true. But it's not slow. It's definitely not slow. They're okay. they're moving. No, I know they're moving, but the point is, I honestly feel like the people running this show, I guess, namely oh, yeah. <laughs> Deb Chow and um um Joby Harold, the ma- who I think is the main writer. They purpose. I, I mean, yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. They, they call out TLJ left and right and center, especially they in do. this part. And I feel like they're kind of being like a little sassy about it. That's all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the haters, you know. Like, okay, you've been waiting your whole life to see this uh, this uh, showdown between Obi Wan and Darth Vader. Well, guess what? You're gonna have to put up with a little TLJ love to get to that. Sirs and ma'ams. <laughs> but they, oh, also, the nice, the nice uh, Empire Strikes Back musical little quote, the ship chase. Oh, of course, of course, of course. Of course, bro. That was fun. Yeah, that was cool. Okay, here's what's going to happen, because this is a hard episode to talk about, you know, chronologically. Since it, it bounces, because it edits back and forth, yeah. It bounces around quite a bit. So you're gonna so, address like the stories of certain characters. Well, when we get, we'll we'll go chronologically until we get to Tessin, and once we get to Tessin, then I'm just gonna talk. Then I just want to talk about Vader, um, Obi Wan story, but we're not gonna bounce back and forth as like they did with Riva's story. We'll talk about Riva's story after we talk about Vader Obi Wan story. Okay. But we'll go chronologically until then, because that's yeah. not too, that's not too weird. For sure. <clears throat> okay, so I mentioned Tessin. Roken mentions this planet Tessin, which is their crate, basically. That's where they're trying to get to for safety, yeah, yeah. safety reasons. But he, uh, we are going to talk a lot about Tessin later when we get to. Well, what is? Where is Tessin? Did we even see Tessin? That's where they go to fight. That's the planet. But I thought they were escaping to Tessin. But it's... They were trying to, but it's right there. What? Dude. I'm so confused. I think they were trying... I don't know if that's Tessin, dude. It's gotta be Tessin, because if it's not, then the name of it makes no sense. Like, trust me, we'll talk about it later. It's a big... It's a big... All right. Okay. Okay, so Roken tells Obi Wan, he's he's telling the passengers everything's fine, everything's fine, we're gonna be, we're good, we're good, but then he tells Obi Wan, oh. yeah, we're not good. Um, the motivator okay. shot and the power couplings are bad. Quick question, sorry. Yeah. Did we ever look up what his name means? I did actually. What is it? You never told me. Um. He has a first name too. Oh, cool. But I okay. don't remember what it is. So put a pin in that. Because Roken 
meant something like um, smoke or something like that. Oh. Okay. It, it was it was odd because it was really the only name where I was scratching my head like, hmm, I can't make this apply, really. I mean, he's he's behind the scenes. They're working like the the path, you know. Yeah, but like. It just didn't seem to fit. So I'm wondering if his first name is the symbolic name rather than his last name. And I'm curious where they came up with that, that name. Because okay. it doesn't seem to have a deep meaning like like just about everybody else's name does. So, yeah. Well, I will look into that once I figure out what his first name is. Okay. By the way, I ordered the um, Funko Pop box set. Which has him... Oh. Let me think. <laughs> Obi-Wan, Roken, Tala, Vader. No Ned B? Reva. No Ned B. But That's I, bogus. Oh, you know what I just ordered, though? I what? ordered the um, Black Series 6-inch Ned B. Oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and it must, be, it must be pretty fancy because it was more than Black Series figures usually are. So it must be one of those bigger ones that comes in a, with some accessories and stuff. I don't really know. I didn't uh, really care. Whatever it is, I don't care. Ned B, I want it. <laughs> for sure, yeah. Everything Ned B. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So he says, motivator shot, power couplings are bad. Okay. What do we know? Every time power couplings are mentioned, it's the force. Oh, yeah. Something's wrong with the force. So That's true. The motivator shot. Bad motivator, basically. <laughs> yeah, classic. And, and the power couplings are bad. So basically, it's like, Obi-Wan, now is the time for action. Now is this. the time for action. No more words. Yeah. Do. Do something. You're on, and, and, you, and the, the, your balance is, you, you're still not there yet. You're, he's still not there yet. He's still like, I feel shame. I feel, I feel, I feel terrible. Um, and basically, he, Roken calls him out on it, too, and says, yeah. you know, you're not going down there because of us, necessarily. You're going down there because you have to. You want to. Are you there? Yeah. Oh, okay, you froze a little bit. I didn't know. Oh, sorry. No, I'm here. Yeah. Keep moving around so I can tell if the screen is frozen or not. <laughs> yeah, I'm just waving my arms around. <laughs> like, just like. Do a constant thing like this or something. <laughs> Wave back and forth. Dance. Okay. <laughs> Dance. I love I, I love that power couplings now has become shorthand for the force isn't the force isn't gr happy yet. Do something. Facts. Um, nah, that's cool. Yeah, I like that they do that. So then Leia, you see little baby Leia with Lola playing with that little boy who we saw uh, part two, I think the oh, mom really? and the little boy that Haja gets off that Haja oh, helps get off yeah. the planet. And onto that's the... where she's from. Yeah. 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 That's, that's the same mom and child that she's sitting next to. And um, she tells Obi-Wan they're scared and Lola keeps their mind off of it. Cause how does she know that? Because she's into it. She's a force into it. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. That's confirmed, basically. And in one of the cuter exchanges, Obi-Wan says, maybe I should borrow her, too. And he does. 
And as we've discussed before, Lola is a beetle. And in um, Egyptian mythology, the beetle is associated with one of the sun gods. So very appropriate that this is her droid. And that this little droid is giving a little bit of hope to people because she's so cute and it's distracting them. Um, So when Obi-Wan says he needs to borrow her from Leia, it is, um, in my opinion, a very nice foreshadowing later when he thinks of her and that gives her or gives him the power to get up out of the pit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That moment's really cool. I like that moment. Yeah, so him, her sneaking. The way that, like, the way that, like, the rocks are, like. Okay, we, we gotta save down. that, though. Oh, we dude, gotta save but that, that stuff's good, man. I know, Come but this on, is a huge. I got a good observation, though. Write it down. You got a pen? No. Okay, go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. You can say it again later, though, too. Okay, go I ahead. was just, I just want to, like, the way that, like, the rocks are bearing down on him as he's reflecting on his fear, like, as his yep, fear yep, is yep. bearing down on him. But then, like, the moment that he realizes it's, like, for the kids, then he, like, gets yep. the power to, like, overcome the fear, and then he, like, wins. That's good stuff. Yes, bro. That's good stuff. Good, good visual storytelling. That's what that is. Excellent man. and amazing. Yeah, that's what that is. Um, But I think that's what her slipping him Lola in his pocket, that's... That's, that's why. A, that's, that's how he made it. That's a foreshadowing of how ah. that's going to happen later. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, he yeah. says maybe I should borrow her too, meaning maybe I should borrow hope from you in the form yeah, right. of hope is like the sun. You know, it's all connected. It's really, really good writing. <laughs> it is. It is. It's good. Um, our friend Haja. Legend. Dang man, I know he's a busy guy. <laughs> I know he's a busy actor. He's very in demand, I'm sure. But if I can just if I could just get a Haja, Roken, Sully, perhaps Riva. Oh. True. Redemption. Story, like I don't know. Maybe I don't know if they could make a whole show out of that about oh God. how the no. path is helping. I I actually, I don't care if Reva wants to sit and eat cereal for seven episodes. <laughs> if she just takes yeah. us on her grocery trips, yeah, I yeah. don't care. I, I will watch anything with that really? character in it. Anything. Give me anything with her from now on. I don't care. But I would really prefer it to be in a visual media and not in a comic book or a book. Because I just, I'm that person who prefers visual media, okay? I can read. I choose not to. All right. That's just how it is. And also, I'm blind now. I can't sit and concentrate on a written... Yeah, I don't read, bro. Comics are good because it is kind of both visual and reading. But also, I just don't feel like comics can get... First of all, no Moses Ingram in a comic or a book. I mean, yeah, like... And I... That's really the top of my demand list. I really hope... They locked her into, like, a multi-year contract. Oh, yeah. You think so? I really hope so. I really hope so. Because it's kind of like um, Baby Leia. I hope they locked I mean, her down. 
Both also. the lead actors in the show want to <laughs> do more Obi-Wan. <laughs> I know. They both said publicly they want to do more. I know. Why would they turn that down? Normally, lead actors don't do that, dude. Normally, they don't do that. Well, it's it's kind of a tell. It's kind yeah. of a tell that... They don't do that normally. Kathleen Kennedy is saying that, that, that she would be open to it. Oh, Ewan is saying he would be open to it. Well, come on, bro. If he's open to it, like, what are we waiting for then at that point? I don't know. He's understand. the perfect age. He's He is the age that he's supposed to be in the story. So... Yeah. It's kind of like... Why would you not exactly? Like I, I don't I don't want any more. But see, that's a different story though. It so is. I feel like that would be not Reva's story. It would be. I I don't know. Maybe they they could make it work. I mean, I uh, please. In Deborah, we trust at this point. Like what, if she's <laughs> doing it, I couldn't care less. Yeah. Have at it. Do whatever you want. I mean, I just I don't know. Like it would be cool to Uh-oh, see a new I can't season. Hear you. Oh hello. Hello? Okay. It'd be cool if there was a new season <clears throat> or something and they teamed up, you know, for that season. Like, just saying. Well, there is some speculation that some of these characters are going to pop up on Andor. Oh, which would be, whoa, which, really? which would be perfect, because that starts in August. Why would they be in Andor? Why would they not? They're in the Rebellion. Oh, these rebel characters. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair. Like Haja, Roken. Okay, fair. Not Wade. No Not Wade. Wade. Rip, Sorry. Rip Wade. Rip Wade. <laughs> Rip Wade. Dad wants Wade merch, he said. Does he really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, oh, who was it? Oh, you weren't getting distracted right here. No, no, no. no. Somebody, um, ah, I can't remember who it was now, but one of my friends on Twitter, um, shoot i'm sorry whoever you are i'm so sorry that i can't remember who it was but i'm forgive me i'm 50 see now we go over this every episode how i don't remember anything but this was brilliant a sh- and i said shirts asap this is the wade oh <laughs> yeah okay all right man this Make is the wade this next is celebration the wade. you're gonna see this is the wade that's what that's what we're gonna see i mean it writes itself it Let's does. go. Let's go. It does, dude. By the way, I just want everyone to know. Oh, I yeah. am wearing. I would have had it on the night of the show, but it was too uncomfortable to be up all night wearing a t-shirt. That's you know, I prefer yeah. I prefer a muumu or a caftan. <laughs> but I am right now wearing my Blast Points Baru Crew t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, snaps. In honor of our queen. Snaps. True. Well, in, in honor of Jason and Gabe, who gave it to me, I am forever grateful. Yeah. Um, but also in honor of our queen, Baru White Sun Lars. Snaps. Is that her name? Yes, name. that is her name. That White her Sun. Name. White Sun. How do you know? How do you know that? I mean, I don't want to say everybody knows that, but everybody knows that. Yeah. No, dude. No. Not everyone knows. I didn't know that. How would I have known that? I'm kidding. I don't think everybody knows No. That. There's probably three people that know that. What the heck? Well, then you're just simply not in the Baru crew. I'm just not, I guess, dude. I'm you need slacking. to. You really need to earn your spot. I need higher prestige. You did write a really nice haiku, though, about Baru. Did I? Yeah. Did I really? For... for Blast points, yeah. Oh yeah. That was a, you know what? 
Look where that is up. that? I don't know. I don't know where that. I don't. I, have I gave it. it to you. I like. Yeah, you do. You probably have it in your Google Google Docs. I doubt it. I would have to listen back through that episode of Blast Points probably, and then I could find it. But it was, I as I recall, it was a little heartbreaking. Oh, <laughs> it was, I mean, she dies it in was a very sad. tragic way. Yeah, she was... dies in a sad way. That's why. I All right. Well, thinking. I will. I will look it up, and we yeah, will definitely. make sure to mention it on the next episode because I remember it being actually really good. <laughs> All right. Wait. Let me look. I want to look. I want to look now. No, no, no. I want you to pay attention because we got to talk about Hasha. I can pay attention. Go ahead. I think we mentioned before in our last big episode where we went over um, parts one through four that Haja is like an indicator of Obi-Wan's um, kind of like his force status, I guess. Oh. Like he's a... However, Obi-Wan is feeling about Haja is basically telling us where he is mentally, I guess, balance-wise, because he's gone from thinking he's basically a bad person. Like, he calls, he refers to him as a not good person. Haja? Yeah. Yeah. Just because, just because the dude's trying to make a living, like, I'm sorry, but people got to eat. Obi-Wan we don't we don't live in the Jedi temple where they feed us and clothe us and we don't have to worry about that stuff no Haja needs to worry about that stuff so um and comically you know he's 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 a Hondo-esque kind of Han Solo-ish type of a guy um but he seems to be a big representative of balance or not so much balance but being in the middle and yeah, I, think, oh yeah. I think we said before, he kind of reminds me of Bendu a bit also uh, because he's sort of like, again, he's he's the gauge at, of where however Obi-Wan's feeling about Haja, that's where he kind of is. And so by this point in the story, he is fully trusting him, basically saying, you need to take my place and watch after look out for Leia, make sure she gets home. I trust you implicitly, basically. And Haji even says, well, as much as you can trust, like, a, I forget what he calls himself, a liar and a fake Jedi or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And that's when we get we get it because Obi-Wan's like, I trust you implicitly. Yeah. I know that you're. And so much so that he kind of has to intercede for Obi-Wan with Leia. Like, once Leia gets really yeah, upset. This yeah. is, that was so funny. It was so He's cute. Like, I got this. He's like, I got, I got this. He's chief. like, let me just talk to her for you. I'll take yeah. care of it. Don't worry. And he does. He takes care of it. He does. So, um, again, I know the actor is a big, a big deal. But, you know, it's Star Wars. I have a feeling if Star Wars calls, he's going he's gonna to try to answer again. Uh-oh. I lost Colin. I can hear you. He- Okay, well, it's. I think it's about to drop, but maybe not. No, I think it's okay. All yeah. right, then next we get our first shot of, again, the queen, Baru, White Sun Lars. Our queen. Our queen. Um, I believe this is the first time I cried in this episode. Oh, what? This is the Why? first time I cried. Why, dude? Because we've been waiting. I've been waiting for her the whole show. Like, where's Baru? We, but I thought we already had her. Nope. Mm-mm. No. 
Did we get her sound cue though? <laughs> yes. Okay. okay. A disembodied right. voice and a very hazy, off in the distance, probably CGI Baru on the farm. Had, yeah, that was, was really cool though. Was all we had of her so far. And so, she protects the home. She's a god. That's what she does. Well, interestingly, and I didn't know this until a couple of days ago, um, there is a, and I started reading these Queen's books by E.K. Johnston, but I only read the first one, I think. Um, but there, I think it's a trilogy at this point, and there's one called Queen's Hope, and it basically says that Shmi, Klieg, and Baru, and I assume Owen, were involved in efforts on Tatooine to end slavery. Whoa. Yeah. That's wild. I didn't know that. <clears throat> so, That's awesome, actually. <laughs> and, that, and that this whole movement, of that whole movement, was eventually called White Sun. Oh my gosh! What? Which can't be, which can't be a coincidence. I mean, what it must mean that she was really involved in it, or her family, or whatever. So, Queen is an activist. She's You're a just woman. calling her Queen now. Queen is an activist. Are you really just calling her Queen now? <laughs> queen Baru. Why are you doing that? I'm not gonna know who you're talking about. Okay, I'm sorry. Baru is an activist, both in in theory and and in action because in this episode she is not the one that is not she's not going to not say do something about yeah dude um she's got weapons stashed she refuses to leave owen's like let's run away run away and bru's like no (laughs) nah (laughs) i mean literally she's she really calls him out in that one discussion because you know owen's like obi-wan left and she's like Whose yeah, fault you're is that? A dummy, bruh. Totally your fault that yeah. he left. Um, and she just refuses to leave her home. He's like, let's go hide. And she's like, where? In the freaking desert? Like, where are we going to hide, dude? There's, you know, Tuscan Raiders left and right. Uh, no, the, the choice is to stay and defend. And that's what they do. Yep. Because Queen. Okay, so back on the little transport. Obi-Wan gives Leia Tala's holster. Are you getting tired from switching back and forth already? We're almost there, though. We're we're almost going to not have to do this anymore. Because it... uh, I noticed... converges. I noticed... um, Yesterday, I guess, that the the fight is real early in this episode. (laughs) It's like 20 minutes in or something. No, that's what what I like, though. Oh, me too. I'm not saying yeah. I'm not criticizing it. I'm just saying like we get to we get to the fighting like pretty quick. But anyway, he gives her Tala's holster and um Oh yeah. More crying and um come back please. And he says I promise. Oh. And they hug. And that that line when she says come back please was perfectly timed with this with his theme like during that like like I mean, I guess we've kind of been calling it romantic, but it'd be weird to call it romantic in this situation. I mean, I, like that, like that weird falling part that sounds really juicy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really, I'll have That's to, good. I'll have to notice that again. It is. It's like perfectly situated in that part. Aww. It feels real nice. Aww. It feels real nice. Every scene they have together is just yeah. Magical. Their chemistry is very good. It's magical. Casting, casting snaps. Also, do they normally put the name of the casting 
direct or is it casting director? What's the what's the term? Sometimes they use the term casting director, sometimes not. So I'm not really sure okay, well, what the, the difference that, is technically between a casting director that, and um, like a casting agency that they use. In the, in the case that it's a casting director then, in the credits of this episode, I don't know if they've been doing this other times, but the casting director was put like the fourth name in the credits. You know what I mean? They're usually, they're usually pretty up close to the front, usually. Okay, okay, okay. Because I was wondering if that was like a huge shout out for the fact that the casting in this series was so good. Oh, no, it's usually towards the front. Okay, gotcha. But, um, I should know that, my bad. Very often, though, and this is kind of a movement. This has been like people have been clamoring for more attention on casting, the, you know, casting people because, honestly, pivotal. Pivotal oh, in yeah, anything. Dude. In a- anything that has <laughs> actors in it. Yeah, dude. The casting Definitely. people can make or break anything yep. by bad or good decisions. So, Agreed. You know, I'm, I'm kind of behind that movement. Like, why don't why isn't there an Academy Award for casting? There should be. I Yeah, I mean, Delaney wanted to go into casting for a long time for some mm-hmm. reason. She did. She might still. Who knows? I asked her about it the other day. She said she wasn't feeling it anymore. Eh, Maybe sad. She's 19. She doesn't know what she wants. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I don't, don't trust the word of a 19-year-old. They could, she could change her mind tomorrow. That's true. Um, but this whole comeback, pause, please, that this yeah, little good. girl delivers. Oi. <laughs> Oi. <laughs> and then getting him to say, I promise. Ugh. And he came uh, back. He came back, dude. It, I know, I know, but any this scene and another one later, just you I couldn't help but thinking of baby Anakin and how different the relationship between Obi-Wan and um Leia is. Yeah. Between you know, versus Anakin and Shmi. <laughs> and it's also like that scene this is a maybe maybe a weird connection to draw but that scene with him promising her something we see mm-hmm. vader promising palpatine something yeah as well, which is nice oh but in a very too. different way but also anakin promises to come back and free his mother yep yep in phantom menace like okay if if we were to shout out every single time a situation or a or a or a spoken <laughs> line cut. references some other bit of star it wars it would cut into my work shift we would, would be happen. here all day <laughs> yeah some of them are really subtle like this one was a little more subtle some of them are straight up quoting other characters like they you yeah. know they do that a lot anyway like in you know we like we like a self reference in Star Wars quite a bit. Yep. But uh, yeah, it would it would take all day if we were going to point out every single thing. But True. I will point out we will point out like the uh the main the major ones that are part of the, this, you know, it's really like integral to the story. And I think that that's like a significant similarity or I shouldn't say similarity, it's a difference between yeah, yeah. And in general, like both of the twins, 
they make such a point to make sure we understand that their adopted families oh yeah really are like into them you know will which is really cool fight to the death for them that's very cool by the way yeah it is very cool it is i've i've liked that since the beginning of the series that was an obvious point that was being made it was a very obvious point and i feel like they're trying to say what we've said oftentimes and a lot of people have said oftentimes that um the jedi were not taking kids yeah yeah. they're taking kids they're doing the same thing that the empire does that the um sorry i have a bottle it might the bottle cap might make sounds i'm sorry yeah they're doing they're doing the same thing the villains do and just painting it with a different brush but it's still taking kids away from their families yeah it is so it's hard to swallow hard to swallow so i think they are definitely making a statement about that okay i didn't think about that like a like a pretty obvious one that we have the two most potentially powerful force users you know being children of anakin skywalker and obi-wan even says at the end yeah you're right Owen. he just we just need to let him be a boy you're right that's pretty cool and he takes leia back to her family and basically same thing like yeah you you belong with your family you don't belong you do with you me. no but he even said dog he even uses your line bro he uses your line you know what that what line? you always say like things happen for a reason or whatever i think it's cheesy oh, but he even says that the future is gonna work itself yeah. out yeah that was pretty crazy to hear because that was like kind of really meta he's honestly. trusting he's trusting in the force yeah you gotta trust it that's true that, that was a big moment for his you know growth he's He's yep. come back around to realize because ugh, I can see some in the wrong hands. I can see somebody trying to write a story where he would have considered trying to have Leia as his like Padawan. Yeah. yeah. In oh, the wrong yeah. See, hands. I could see weak. that. That would be so bad. <laughs> because that's not, that's not what the, prequels were trying to say at all true the prequels were trying to say the jedi not not doing so hot like they're they they're off they're off in um this area where they think their actions are justified all the way down to taking babies away from their parents like yeah ew it's a big it's as delaney would say it's a big ick (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, it's a three. It's a three. <clears throat> okay, so now he's talking to himself, Obi-Wan. He's talking to himself. Oh, yeah. This part's um, cool. I have to face him, Master. Whether he dies or I do, this ends today. And, and it's so funny because we know that it's not going to end today. <laughs> yeah, he just yeah. doesn't know that. And But he does but, know that but, he... Well, but it's definitely metaphorical, though. It does. It, oh, it totally. It's a... It so is he's gonna, not wrong. It is going to end today. Yeah, his, dude. his pain and guilt and shame is going to end today. See, what's interesting is in a way, he dies in that in that fight. He does. In he a di- way. He dies in the pit. The old Obi-Wan dies in the pit. Yep. Yep. Oh, Good pit. stuff. Good stuff. But yeah, he knows he has to face Anakin and acknowledge this elephant in his psyche 
like in the yeah. room of his psyche. He knows he has to do this, but he's still making this binary statement though. He's still not quite getting it that it's not live or die. It's not me or him, you know, that's not it, but he still can't quite get there until he's there, I guess. Yep. <clears throat> also, I made it, I made a kind of an interesting connection about the way that we, so in that flashback, right? The flashback between the two of them dual, uh, uh, with the training mm-hmm. in episode in part five. Mm-hmm. So the way that Anakin wins first, but then mm-hmm. Obi-Wan wins second. And I, I don't know, but that just personally reminds me of what happens in episode three, where Anakin totally wipes the floor with Obi-Wan. That's the one where he gets burned alive, literally. He gets yes. destroyed in that fight. Yes. Um, and then this fight happens when he wins and walks away. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if the the, the, the trajectory of that of that... Uh, training session is supposed to kind of highlight the trajectory of the fight between Vader and Obi-Wan in the series. I like I think you're probably right. I really it like is. that. You know how I feel about like the micro reflecting the macro kind of yeah. like that. That's yeah. some good stuff. I hope that was on purpose because even if it wasn't, it clearly is kind of like a paternal kind of thing. So Yeah, I paternal, think you're right about not that. paternal. Paternal. Yeah. Uh then Rogan says what he says to him about it's not about us, is it? It's about you and him. You want to do it. And Are yeah. you good? Are you good? Are you good? What do I mean? Are yeah. you personally okay? Yes, I'm personally okay. Okay, you just seem like you are way out of here right now. No, no, no. You know what it is? <laughs> the coffee? Is it really that? No, it it's not that? the coffee. I've had coffee. It's the feeling that I have to cough every time oh. I breathe. Oh. And I'm fighting that entirely and i think it's the basement dude it's not this was happening yesterday too it's it's my lungs i don't know what's wrong with them all right um that's why i was saying i might have to come back to the doctor because this should be gone by now i don't sound like vader out here you know what i'm saying yeah it's (laughs) it's literally like i'm that's if i sound different it's because i'm trying not to cough this entire time i'm talking okay well no you just it's not it's not your sound it's like your it's your demeanor that's what I mean. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm preoccupied with not busting okay. out in a giant coughing fit every five seconds. <laughs> All right, I'm, I just had to. I'm grievous over here. Okay, I'm really yeah, trying not to. Yeah. Um. What was I saying? Oh yeah. Anyway, broken. So, so oh yeah, and then he says, "You know, you're a great leader." Oh, that was I, awesome. I think you should keep keep it up. And he says, I'm just getting started. He basically says, keep doing what I'm doing. Keep doing what you're doing. Keep That's doing basically what, what he says. That's basically what he says. Is it not? Is it not? Yes, it is. That's what he says to everyone. He says that to Owen. He says yes, that to he does. Uh, Leia. He says that to him. He says that to Luke. Because like, everyone. He's, he's back, baby. Keep doing he's what you're back. doing. Keep doing what you're <laughs> doing. He he's there to counsel. Yeah. He's there to support. He's there to say. He's there to, like, watch over everybody. It's it's so... Uh, I'm not saying I didn't like Obi-Wan. I know in the past I have made many a statement about him being a lying liar who lies. Yeah. Which he he is in A New I mean, Hope. he is. Yeah, he, he is, definitely. definitely, you know, twists the truth instead of yeah. just telling him flat out what he could have told him. And it causes a big problem later. Um, but then again, 
now that I have this uh, chapter of his life, maybe he he did he was doing that for a reason. Like maybe he just thought, okay, well, it's not my. I don't feel like the universe wants me to spill the beans. I don't yeah. feel like oh, yeah. the force wants me to spill the beans. I agree with that. So, I will jokingly still refer to him as a lying liar who lies. I will. Okay. But, <laughs> okay. but make no mistake, this redeemed. show, he has, nothing redeemed. To re- he has nothing to be redeemed for. No, in your eyes. Oh, in, in my your eyes. eyes. I mean, I've, lo- I've, I really had no, I say no attachment to Obi-Wan after the original trilogy. I really didn't. Yeah. I kind of almost didn't like him very much. Because of oh, man, being, you are you are cap. You are so because cap. of being a lying liar who lies. That was my issue. But after the prequels, I mean, literally, Ewan McGregor has made this character. Like, I don't think anybody can debate that. Oh yeah, Fact. he has elevated Obi Wan to a level of very high heights in my eyes at this point. That's cool. And you know your sister is like very haughty about it because she's she's loved him her whole life. I, oh, has fact, she seen this new episode? Oh yeah. Oh, does she like it? Oh yeah, she liked it a lot. Yay! Dang, is that like the first time she's liked a series she of Star was Wars practically, since Disney? Practically simping. Ooh. Yeah, practically simping. Too bad I wasn't around. I know Too you missed it. Too bad I wasn't it. around. You missed it. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. But anyway, when that's cool to see that she liked it though, because she rarely likes the new stuff anymore. Yeah, she's in. She well, I mean, it's Ewan. She's into. She's into. Did Obi-Wan. Dad like it? Dad loved it and was. Oh, yes. I don't think I've ever seen him more shocked watching a, a thing in my life. Whoa. Yeah, he was pretty shook. <laughs> okay. You'll have, okay. To, you'll have to talk to him about it. He was yeah. pretty shook. I mean, we all were, I'm sure, but. All right, now I'm excited now. Everyone liked it. Yeah, dude. And he's no. been trying to get me to talk to him about it. Like, give me... He's been trying oh. to get me to give <laughs> him my thoughts. And he's so mad at me right now because I'm like, nope, got to listen to the episode. Nope, got to listen to Earth. No, why do you do that? That's annoying. Don't do that. Okay, first of all, he's talking to me while I'm trying to make notes. <laughs> so finally okay. I said, you need to... Z- <laughs> z- <laughs> A, I'm not going to tell you anything because I'm saving it for the pod. B, I'm trying. I have two brain cells to click to rub together. And, <laughs> and those two brain cells are really Occupado. trying hard. Yes, Occupado. Stop trying to talk to me. Zip it. <laughs> well, Please. you said that you felt you said that you felt pressure about this episode off mic, guys. She felt pressure about this episode to deliver some mind blowing realizations. I just do you felt, or do you not have any mind-blowing realizations? I mean, yes. I feel like I have. I blew. I blew my own mind a little bit with a couple. <laughs> a couple things that okay. right. took me a few view. You know me. It takes me a few viewings to sometimes. Yeah, get in there. Yeah. Get in there and find what I'm looking for. Sometimes yeah. it's real obvious, and there were things in this that were very obvious to me. But then there were other things that I really had to mull over and roll around in my head for a couple of days and watch it a couple more times. And then it was like, oh, my God, how did I not think of this before? But anyway, let's move on because we're never going to get to those things. If we don't I have a question, though. <laughs> what? It's been an It's about hour. the duel. It's about the duel. Can we get to the duel first? No, yeah, but this question is about the duel. We're <sighs> at the duel. What do you mean? 
Okay. Are we not at the duel at this point? Go ahead. Are we or are we not at the duel at this point in the Um, conversation? Almost. We're just about there, yes. Okay, well, I, I, I have a question. The only thing visually that confused me, I mean, I love it, but the only thing that visually I could not pin down, like, the reasoning as to why the visual was what it was, was at the beginning, before they even fight, you have, like, that shot of the rocks behind Obi-Wan and mm-hmm. the nothing yep. behind Vader. Mm-hmm. I kind of understand the nothing for Vader, but what's up with the rocks, man? What's up with that? You are going to be sick of the word rock by the time I'm done oh. talking about the <laughs> oh, rocks. Oh, yeah, true, actually. You're right, you're right. It's you're about right. to happen, so just hang on. All right. Um, so, anyway, Roken saying I'm just getting started to me means he is coming back. If not in Andor, then, like I said, can I get a can I get a The Path show? Can I get a... Can we get a mixtape? Can we get a Star Wars mixtape? <laughs> can I get a Roken, Haja, Sully? Because did you say he rapped? He is a, he is a rapper. Yeah. Well, he's yeah, Ice, cool. Ice Cube's kid, so. I mean, that doesn't necessarily and, mean he has to rap, but th- I thought you said he did rap. Well, he has the talent. Yes, he does. He has the talent. Okay, cool. And he, I have not heard him, but he does have a rapper name. I can't remember what it is now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. made me chuckle. Whatever it was, though. It was yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay. Here's what I wrote exactly. Kylo, I mean Vader prioritizing oh. Luke, I mean Obi-Wan, <laughs> hey, 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 hey. one lone Jedi, instead of finishing the resistance, I mean the path movement, much to Hux's, I mean the Grand Inquisitor's yeah, dude, chagrin. <laughs> nah, you are, you're right, though. I'm right, though. <laughs> Did you use the word chagrin? Yes, chagrin. Dude, you're so, you're so bougie. Oh, my God. It's a word <laughs> that exists. I've never heard that word used in, like, the past five years, I think. I've not heard that word used I mean, once. I don't I even don't... know what that means. It means like you're irritated and oh. annoyed and like like what the Grand Inquisitor is. Those screen caps of him, the Grand <laughs> Inquisitor, he's, like, he's just like, I swear he's to his lip, bro. I swear to God, if this man yeah. does not knock it off. I mean it was literally Kylo and Hux. Oh yeah. In the shuttle. It's the same freaking scene. One hundred percent, dude. The only the only thing that doesn't happen is he doesn't throw him off against the wall. <laughs> like no, but then, there, but then he but then he literally lands in an imperial shuttle that looks like Kylo's ship, dude. It looks like Kylo's shuttle. He, Ridiculous. He, he disembarks. Walks off the platform, he disembarks way. exactly like Kylo. Yeah. Uh, they face off. Like you were saying, face to face, in this yep. like pulled back shot, uh-huh. just like Luke and Kyle. Like, like we might as well have gotten that timpani motif that goes bump bump bump. Exactly. You know what I'm exactly. We might as well have just gotten that because it was the same shot. It was actually. the same exact scene. Those couple of scenes, the same. Honestly, everything the same. Respect, bro. Respect. That's why I'm saying. Some of these little nods are subtle some of them are and the literally that, so obvious it dude, punches you in the face the fact it's so silly we how how have we not foreseen this how have we not foreseen that what? relationship being mirrored though you know what i mean because like the fact that ben is luke's padawan bro who hasn't seen he, it you haven't seen it me kind of yeah me the fact that, oh, I'm just realizing it, honestly. Because I'm like, okay, yeah, honestly, like, visually, clearly, there's a relationship. There's a bad guy and a good guy, blue lightsaber, red lightsaber. Like, there's something happening here. There's a duel. It looks like crate. 
I understand all of that, but I'm like, why this scene? Why this particularly? Like, guess- why not? Why did it not mirror the duel in episode four? Was my question this whole time, actually. Because yeah, I mean. um, they are really good they're at their jobs. They're foreshadowing in retrospect. They're foreshadowing in retrospect. They're really good at their jobs. Yeah, and, and I think, like, now I totally get it. Because it's literally a, pad- a, a master with his failed Padawan dueling. That's some the, good um, stuff, actually. The the direct yeah. reference was made for you then. That was Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Because are you calling me stupid? Are you? Did you just call me stupid? No, I'm saying you and pe- you and people that hadn't made that connection before. That was for you personally. Yeah, facts. To be like, do you get it? Do you get it? Yeah, okay. And also, yay, TLJ. Yeah, I mean, I, I knew it was obviously dark side, light side, but I didn't look that deep. To be fair, it's that's good it's stuff. It's deep, and not only is it that, but it's. Ugh, I, I I'm not there yet. Hang on one second. I just want to mention. That, yes, Leia did slip Lola into Obi-Wan's pocket to give him something. I mean, basically, she said, "You ha- well, you have to come back now because you have to give Lola back to me. So True. But also, here's, here is my representative of the sun and pretty cool that they're fighting at night. And he's oh, yeah, got yeah. this little representative of the sun, i.e. Leia, in his pocket. Yep. So, True. Just, damn. How good. <laughs> How dare they? How dare you, they hit us with this? That's why this show is blowing my mind. You can analyze it nine times till Sunday. Oh, yeah. It's just everything means something else. Everything you know I mean? means something or refers to not just one thing, but multiple things. And it works on multiple levels. And everybody can have a take. I could talk to four different people about a scene in the show and those four different people will each have legitimate takes that are completely different from each other. Have you heard, have you been hearing different takes? I guess you haven't been hearing anything. I haven't listened. I'm sure you're going to hear a lot of different, I'm sure you're going to hear a lot of different interpretations once you listen to other people. I mean, I've seen enough tweets to realize like, that's how deep this show goes. Like it goes layer to layer. Like it is an onion. It is an onion, this show. <laughs> yeah, it is, dude. It is. <clears throat> and the last time I felt this way was was The Last Jedi. Like, that was the last time I felt very confident in the fact that yeah. this stuff is there, and it is there on purpose. It is not an For accident. Sure. They did it on purpose. Okay, the book, so. The Book of Ryan. The Book of Ryan. <laughs> the Book of Ryan and, and the Book of Deb. Now. <laughs> yeah. Yep, so this yep. cutting, we're we're gonna honestly. Stop. She might have, she might have done it better. She might have did it better. I I really want to sit and think about it. Yeah. I really want to sit and think about it, and it's also not fair because she had six hours and Ryan had two. So you have to take that into consideration. Oh yeah, true, 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 true. Um, but this cutting back and forth from Tatooine to Tessin worked both like as a storytelling device oh yeah i thought really well but also oh yeah um, dude oh i see it the fact that obi-wan and vader are fighting at the same time the products of of anakin's life well the good part of his life meaning luke you know his child is being hunted and potentially murdered by the product <laughs> yeah. of Anakin's Bad evil. Self. 
it's like but then but then she's also like she has the moment when he's fainted at the cliff and then like she's seeing her child self right that's, so it's that's just... what the, but that's what it's all about it's about the battle between Anakin and Vader who's going to win right right who wins right Anakin right. wins Luke wins but it's playing See, out at the same time that they're fighting. It's like so And that's also amazing interesting because we know that both of them survive. You know what I mean? We know that everyone I mean the only one that we don't know who survives is Reva. Is <laughs> really Reva at the end of the day. Right. But but in that duel between <clears throat> Obi Wan and Vader, it would be so boring if it wasn't for that factor, honestly. Like at the end of the duel, like who within themselves wins you know what i mean like who's going to win right it's not just like a external duel it's also like an internal well duel. and like, don't like the whole don't get me wrong the external duel oh fire is <laughs> fire. fire well no but it's like i mean this is this wow. goes back to joseph campbell bro this is like <laughs> joseph campbell all the way you know like in the different right. types of conflicts that exist there's there's self versus environment self versus self self versus other like other like those different levels of conflict and right. it's literally all of them. If you look at it, because, you know, like, they start using the rocks against each other. Oh, even. Okay, okay, we're almost there. So just it's like, but if you see what I'm saying? Rocks. But do you see what I'm saying, though? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Do you see what I'm saying? Yes. I think that that's, that's very cool. It's brilliant. That's a very interesting duel in that way. It's brilliant you know? in that, again, yeah, it's that who's going to win, light or shadow? Yeah. Who's going to oh. consume who, basically? Light yeah, yeah, or yeah, shadow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I also need to mention this because I watched. I, I don't know. I don't remember when I just watched part five again. But mm-hmm. the part when Reva and Obi Wan are talking through the door, there's a shot of Obi Wan putting his hand on the door, but yeah. it shows his shadow first, and he touches it Ooh. like that, which I just noticed. Yeah. yeah anyway, I didn't, I didn't notice that. But yeah, it's like it's like yeah, it's like that. It's like dark versus light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the yeah. whole. That is what. But that's the same thing that's going on in the duel. Is that Obi Wan has got to acknowledge and understand and oh. you know, quote unquote, eat his shadow. And they even it's, hold hands, dude. They even hold they hands. They even bro. hold hands. Oh, I'm on. I'm on. So it's, I'm on. I'm onto it, dude. I'm onto that. I'm onto that. I'm there, dude. I'm there. It's incredible. It's I'm there, incredible. dude. <laughs> I'm enlightened. It's okay. Ha- it's happening. Okay. Here we go. And in both of these places, this goes down. Amongst rocks. Okay. That's true. It's time for rock talk, everyone. It's, oh, it's, we're no, going to rename. Dude. <clears throat> we're going to rename this pod rock talk. Uh, <laughs> Not no. to, I'm saying it wrong. Rock talk. Well, I mean, there are we you going to talk about the difference between like sand and like the rocks that were there or? We are going to hang on for one second while I cough. Oh, wait, I need to put this on the pod. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. Hallie what? just texted me. Hallie's sitting in the back, guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. She, she sent a message about the fight. She says that she wants to point out that both Ahsoka and Obi Wan unmask him halfway, but only oh, Luke yeah, fully unmasked. Okay, yes, we're talking about that. We have, I've got okay. ten pages I need about to, that. I need to put that also. out there because she, she made that claim, and she also put the emoji with like the nails Thank you. being polished. Thank you. Like, like the tea. Yes, yes. Thank you, Hallie. <laughs> we will get to that. I promise. In fact, I said to someone the other day. Should we just do an entire episode about the duel? Because I think I, I mean, could fill I an hour mean, and a half hey. at oh, least God. about this duel. I'm okay. sorry, but when they hold hands, though. <laughs> yeah, you, you can talk when we get I to that. I clutch my pearls, as mom, as mom says. I clutch <laughs> my pearls. 
you can t- <laughs> you can you can have that little rock talk about that. Okay, yeah. Tessin. Let's just talk about Tessin. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. The first thing I did when Roken name dropped a new planet, I'm like, give Names. him a phone. Tessin, Tessin, what what's Tessin mean? Yeah. Okay. Tessin. Here we go. Tessin literally means, and I'm saying it wrong. It's Japanese. Ah. Uh. Saying it wrong, but it literally means iron fan. Oh yeah, you said that. Yeah. Okay, the Tessin. Yeah, and again, I'm just going to quote um, from stuff I stole off the internet. The Tessin, a Japanese war fan, was one of the commonplace items that was disguised as a harmless accessory during feudal Japan. Tessin jutsu oh. is the, the fighting form. The fighting form, yeah. When they use these fans. Tessin jutsu is mainly intended for self-defense, even though it is also considered as part of a classical Japanese weapons art. The techniques focus more on self-protection rather than offense. Most of the techniques were designed to restrain an opponent rather than cause injuries or death. High-ranking samurai and generals used the Tessin to give signals and orders and considered Tessin Jutsu as a sophisticated martial art. For for them, Tessin Jutsu was more... I am not making this up. This is what it said. For them, the samurai... Tessin Jutsu was more compassionate than dealing with their lethal lethal swords. Okay. But there were numerous duels wherein people who used iron fans won against more lethal weapons. What is this saying? What did we just see happen Some in compassion. the prior part? <laughs> what was his, what was the lesson of the flashback duel? Um, he literally says again, this is, this is Obi-Wan's like MO basically. You are supposed to use this for defense. Right. Right. Not victory, not killing, Uh, not defeating your, you know, like that's Anakin's whole, that's all he wants to do is win. Since Yoda, Yoda's always said that even. Right. That too. And Obi-Wan's like, dude, when are you going to get it? It's not for that. Obi-Wan's whole entire method of fighting style is defensive. Is yeah. defensive. He yep. does his little thing. Yeah. <laughs> he did the thing. He does the thing. Yeah. That's all about defensive. And compassion. And what does he teach him? Mercy. Mercy is how you will defeat your enemy. Facts. So don't tell me they just made up a random word to name this planet where this is about to go down. Yeah. Okay. I believe you, Doc. I believe you, Doc. I This podcast is this podcast just basically us trying to determine what their methods were in making the show. Kind of. Kind of <laughs> sort of. We do that so much. Yeah. Because when I okay, when I first saw <clears throat> when I looked up the word Tessin, I didn't want to pause the show because, you know, don't want to break the flow. But when I saw feudal japan samurai fighting sword or fighting fan i was like okay giant pin in that i'm sure that's going to be very interesting when i read up on that some more and when i saw the words compassion and defense only i was like oh my god who's and his and he even says that he's he's passionate at the end of the episode well i'm talking about i'm talking about compassion like mercy slash compassion oh yeah i guess i guess yeah um, and you know, and that plays out with Riva too. Yeah. 
man. Just my. I, and her saber even kind of looks like a fan. <laughs> that is, oh my god oh my god it totally yeah, dude, does yeah. oh my god yeah that's crazy okay all right <clears throat> now that we know what that word means and it's clearly oh, that's cool. meaningful but what does that have to do with rocks though okay it's a separate issue the rocks are a separate issue oh um okay you were asking why what were you asking me earlier the backdrop why the- the backdrops. Oh, of the right, two. right, right. Okay. I'm just going to go through like what my initial thoughts for this setting were because. Right. It's a very you know. interesting setting. I mean, I, I immediately, immediately. Yeah. What did you think of when, when you I saw, saw those? Ta- I, when his ship was coming down from the sky, Obi-Wan's ship originally, Darth Vader wasn't even there, but I immediately saw those rock pillars and the assortment of them. And I immediately. Like on God, thought of Av- uh, Ang, Ang versus the uh, Fire Lord. Oh right, you did. You didn't mention that. It's the same, dude. It's the same, bro. Except that it's at nighttime. If it was like a, if it was like golden hour, it would have looked exactly the same. <laughs> golden hour. I mean, that's fair, because we get yeah. a lot of comparisons between Avatar and Star Wars. And they're throwing rocks at each other, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. It reminds me of that very fair. heavily. Very fair. Yeah, I will and tell like you. And like the ending of the du- the ending of the duel between Aang and the Fire Lord, it it ends in a very similar way. To be honest, what happens? Refresh my memory. Oh my god, are you serious? Are you serious? I can't I can't say it on the podcast. I don't want I don't oh. want to like spoil. Okay, it. all right. But it's tell like one later. of the best endings ever. Like to anything. <clears throat> tell me ever. later. Remind yeah, me. Okay. I don't okay. have space in my brain for Avatar and <sighs> Star Wars and BTS and Lost. Like I just don't have. Dude, it's so good. The capacity, even though I love Avatar and I've watched it many times, like I don't know why I can't remember specifics, but sorry. Um, Yeah, for sure. We'll talk about later though. Okay. Okay. I will tell you that the first thing I thought of when I saw those spires or spikes of rock, it reminded me of the Coruscant cityscape immediately. Oh. All right. And but instead of like this gleaming city it's basically jagged yeah rocky okay. severe you know okay. kind of like it, everything's turned you. you know everything's turned to stone basically yeah okay like the whole city saw medusa and immediately turned to stone i.e okay, I the empire you know i.e anakin well well there is okay it's interesting that you say that actually because there is because again, went to a Catholic school, y'all. I get some of that Bible talk, you know what I mean? And sometimes those things pop into my head. There, isn't there a story about there was like a story about that there was a city that was turned to stone or turned to salt? Salt. Yeah. Yes, there is. I don't remember. Wh- um, I think it's in the Old Testament. That sounds like an Old Testament thing. And I, it's oh, it's definitely Old Testament. I think it's Lot. Oh yeah. But I don't remember. I don't remember the name of the city, unfortunately. It's not coming to me. But But hey, like, that's interesting that you say that. Um <clears throat> so for the first couple of Sorry, I'm crazy. My bad. The first couple of viewings, that's what I had in the in the back of my mind. But as I watched it more and actually as I was typing notes, okay. I used the word pillar. Yeah. And yeah, I was yeah, like, of that's what I thought, wait yeah. a minute. What's a pillar? 
what is that? Not not the not the like physical pillar, but what does it mean? What's the net? What's that like nebulous noun pillar mean? It means people who were respected, looked up to, thought to be perfect examples. Oh. It's the Jedi. Uh, okay. All right. I the Grand Council. <laughs> they were okay. quote unquote oh. the pillars ah. of the galaxy. And the I Jedi Order. I see it now. And so you think that the backdrop was as what it was because it kind of okay. Now this is my interpretation. Now again, so my interpretation. You can well, interpret it so many I'm gonna, ways. I'm not even I'm done yet, but go but, ahead. But I'm interpreting it like this now. So mm-hmm. that shot. So like the way that they're separated by their environment in that way. Is that kind of maybe that's like kind of show like calling back upon this idea of like Obi Wan amongst like the higher order Jedi and Anakin wanted to be one of them? You know sure, what I mean? why not? That's pretty good. I think it's it's good. pretty good. Like those so are the I th- ancients. I was in love like, with those that. Those are the ancients that he's not in on. Like he's not in on that. You know, so he's out in the open, just like alone. Right, but he he has literally caused all of that to turn yeah. to stone. Ah. And, and what are they going to be throwing around at each other pretty soon? Yeah, yeah. The Basically the rubble of what was, you know, their past, which is what neither of them can get over. It's the problem here, is the past. Right, right. Obi-Wan can't move forward because he feels all this guilt and shame. Vader can't move forward, obviously. He's, liter- he's literally physically stuck, trapped in his suit right in his mind and he can't get and again a lot of this is enhanced by the comic books that are kind of i think they're still coming out with him trying to get to the bottom of what happened to padme like kind of doing a little investigation on his own and because he can't i mean obviously he can't get over padme like the whole (laughs) the whole everything went down because of the fact he can't get over padme so yeah anyway that i Again, you can interpret this many ways, but I love the pillar thing. Like that's Oh, cool. also a weird connection. Star Wars episode two, the end of the movie. Do you know what I'm gonna talk about? Well, you're with have Dooku. To be more specific. Do you remember how Dooku tries to like collapse that like pillar on top of them? Yep, I have that in my notes. I have that in my oh, notes. Really? Wow. Okay. Yep, I do. That's interesting. It's very interesting. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so turn the channel. Here's another way you could look at it Okay. <laughs> that occurred to me later. As a continuation of the Battle of Heroes, because yeah. what is lava once it sets? Ah. ah, dang it. You're probably right about that. Rock. You're probably right about that. Well, but it's not, igna- it's not Ignatius rock. Oh, oh my goodness. Like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not glassy, Mom. Oh, how cool would that have been, though? Ooh. That, would have been, that might have been too on the nose, though. That's too on the nose. Well, I mean, it, it, again, the, just the, the fact that I got five different theories of my own of what these <laughs> just rocks Just because of rocks. <laughs> just because of rocks. Okay. But it, you know, that is, yeah. that is what the power lava, of lava becomes. It becomes solid rock. It's a And now yeah. it's like built up into these pointy little you know spiky looking rock formations i mean i 
if I get a chance to ask anybody ever, that's going to have to be my question. Like, okay, which one of these theories is closest to what you're thinking? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'd really like, to, just out of my own curiosity, I'd like to know. Yeah, and obviously, like, episode eight, again, Star Wars episode eight with Ray, the rocks, like, obviously. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Like, yeah. Uh, please. I wouldn't be surprised if that scene inspired the entire duel, to be honest with you. Like, the environment. There least. is so much sequel trilogy in this fight. Yeah. So much. It's all over the place. Um, but, okay. Changing the channel again. Oh, God. Okay. Rocks and Obi-Wan, Okay. There is a history there. Where do we see him first? We see him in his rock womb on ah. Tatooine in his cave. Made now but, he's using it against someone. He's well, using that. Not not using it against him, but just the fact that he is um, he's trapped. He's trapped well, as they too. Always, and they always say that. <clears throat> they always say like these Jedi are of like of a dying age, like a fossil, you know, like they're fossils. Yes, that's true. That's true too. Yeah. But so we've got him in his rock womb cave on Tatooine where he's been just sitting in there for 10 years, not moving forward, <clears throat> not doing anything foresee whatsoever. He's just literally trapping himself in this current state of mind for 10 years. And then we, and now we have these rock pillars. And basically, I think what it it Structure. could be interpreted as, the rocks are basically all his guilt, guilt and shame for what happened with Anakin. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. It's monumental, literally, at this point. Yeah, yeah. It's right behind him. It's right there, like see me i'm standing in front of this monument to my own failure basically yeah and it's all the guilt and all the shame and and the fact that he hasn't been able to um acknowledge it or understand or accept it in any way shape or form up until now and this is what this fight is about they're literally throwing these rocks they're he throws the first rock by the way he does, he does, he does. He casts the first stone. I mean, he ignites his lightsaber first. He sure does. So even at the beginning of this fight, his mindset is... One of us he, is dying here. And he said it, yeah. One of us is not walking away from this. Yeah. Because he's so set in his binary... One, It's me or you, man, that's it. There's no in-between. There's no way around this. I also kind of clutch my pearls at that, like how he like almost immediately, he just did not talk. He's like not there to talk, which I thought was very odd, actually, because normally well, he would. I mean, that's cool, though. I mean, what's he known as? The He's the great communicator. Like he was the Jedi. Oh, yeah. the, didn't I they mean, call yeah, him and, that? Yeah. Yeah. The communicator or something like that. Yeah. I forget what his little moniker was, but. The negotiator? Oh, no, negotiator. That's no, it was. I thought it was the, Anakin. Nope, it's ne- he was the negotiator. Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. You're right. You're right. But I mean, same yeah. thing. Communicating, same thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ronald Reagan, I think, was known as the great communicator. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not yeah, make think... that comparison. <laughs> Yikes. Okay, so what is super? But plus, what is so super interesting? Again, this intercutting between Tessa and Tatooine. Oh yeah, that's great. Riva ends up. 
surrounded by rocks. Yep. She follows Luke into the cavern. So if we're looking at the um, rocks, interpreting those as the guilt and the shame and all the bad things that Anakin did and, you know, uh, Obi-Wan taking that on as his responsibility and his fault, we're seeing that projected onto Reva. Onto Reva because she is a product of that failure. Well, and yeah, and she's surrounded by the rocks, yeah. And she's surrounded by it, exactly. Because initially I was like, huh, it's really interesting that they both end up in the rocks. Yeah, <laughs> there's got to be a reason is. for that. It is there's gotta be. A, there's really got to be a reason for that. And it's both at night. Mm-hmm. Both scenes are at night, and they didn't have to do that. Like, I actually think totally it would have different... been cooler if one of them was during the day. Yeah, but again, that's the... Which who's what's going to get consumed, the light or the darkness? Yeah. Okay. And in both cases, it's the darkness. Because that's what this that's what Star Wars is about. Like you have to, yes, you have your darkness, but you have to integrate that. And but not let it take you over. Basically, is the whole point. So. Right. God, it's, I'm telling you, man, these people, <laughs> they are working on a level that. I mean, it, I believe you, obviously, you know that. If George Lucas is not dancing in the streets. <laughs> pleased with this. Yes. Pleased as punch. He is. he is. He's pleased. I I just don't know what would please him because this is just so Uncle George, Grandpa George, whatever. Um, okay. Uh, so I have, we even What see... do you think about him destroying his respirator? That was so mean. Oh my god. Oh my... We, that was oh my... so mean, dude. We got, yeah, we got to talk about all that. It was so intense. It was so mean. Um, let me read what I have written. We see Reva surrounded by rocks back on Tatooine, and she is chasing Luke and has her moment of trauma and redemption, linking her to Obi-Wan's guilt for what Anakin did to her. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. God enough bless. said. Enough God said. Bless. Enough said. That's it. That's it. And not That's only, it. okay, not only we have all of that going on subtextually. Let's go back to the water episode and what we talked about what in in Taoism how water is revered because yeah. of its multi function basically. Yep. Um and it says in the Tao Te Ching Water is the softest and most yielding substance, yet nothing is better than water for overcoming the hard and rigid because nothing can compete with it. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. Just another layer to the onion, basically. The, uh, the, the well, where is there water? Spe- well, two parts ago, we yeah, saw Obi-Wan. I know Obi-Wan. that, but not in this episode. No, but. If you're looking at the water, the philosophy of water in Taoism, uh-huh. part of that philosophy is that water is formless. It does what it wants. It goes yeah. everywhere if you don't contain it. It gets, it seeps through the cracks. It breaks into um, imperial fortresses. You just can't yep. stop it. Once it's in, it's in. Like, it's getting in. Once it but gets in, it's I'm, in. I'm a little confused. How are you relating that to this episode? Because it also speaks to the fact that water 
over time can yeah. can etch away Erode. even Erodes. mountains, rocks. It erodes, yeah. It, er- it will eventually wear down the rough surfaces of anything, yep. basically. But it's but it's flo- it's all about you know flowing also it's it's soft it's formless like how it's a it's a um paradox it is it is and who and what does reva's name mean bro we talked <laughs> about this before bro. her her name is literally the name <laughs> of a sacred river in india not just yeah. any river a sacred a river sacred. <laughs> yeah not just any sacred river the, the only sacred river that flows east-west instead of north-south. So it's a very particular sacred river. There are seven or eight of them. They chose to oh. name her after this one. Dude, the way that like you see Obi-Wan walking from east to west in that one shot. Which one shot? On the camel. The one that like splits the string. Oh, yes. Yep. East to west, dude. Yep. East to west, dude. Or left to right. I mean, I don't know if he's going east to west. But that's east to west, though. Sure. That's from the east to the west. Yes, yes, yes. On the screen. I mean, I just don't even... I don't even know what to say. Like, it's so perfect. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It is such a What would you rate... I know this is early, but what would you rate the show? Oh, the best one. By far. Out of ten. Out of ten. The best one. Ten. Ten out of ten. Really? Me and Dad were talking about this. I was like, he even said, what, what would you rate? I think we were just talking about the finale, though, when he asked me this. And I said, oh, oh easily 10 oh, dude. out of 10. <laughs> yeah, dude. No and I was like, that. but, um, you know, Colin and his throne room ratings, <laughs> he's very <laughs> yeah. stingy with his 10s. So I don't know if he's going to give it a 10 or not. But I would not have given it a 10 the first time I watched it. We haven't gotten to the reason why I didn't like yeah. it the first time well, I watched it. Well, you're going to have to, whenever we get to that part, speak up, because I don't know what it is either. I mean, we're basically almost there. We're really okay. close. So let's talk about the action. Now we've talked about all the like subtext. Um, okay. Vader disembarks his shuttle. Yeah. They're facing each other. A la he walks forward. TLJ. In case you didn't catch on, he says, <laughs> in case you didn't catch on that we're TLJing here. Yeah. Have you come to destroy me, Obi-Wan? Yeah. Come on, dude. Why does he say that? <laughs> Why does he say that? He knows. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I actually had to go back and what watch is, TLJ because yeah, I'm like, yeah. what is Kayla saying again? Let me it's see. a very I Ryan Johnson line. It's a very Ryan Johnson line. I remember it. Oh, where is it? I wrote it somewhere. To save my soul or something like that. He, he ends it with to save my soul. Yeah. Um, something like, <clears throat> why did you come back here? Oh, yeah. To save my soul. And Luke says, no. Yeah. <laughs> Which will always make me laugh. Because it's such a, you know. Savage. Ryan yeah, Johnsonism. He's, he's, he's literally trying to get him as worked up as he possibly can, you know. Yeah. Um, gosh darn it. I know I wrote this down. I can't find it. I'll happen upon it at some point. I'm sure. Because I have a whole list of notes of, like, we haven't watched that movie in a while. Almost practically exact quotes. We haven't watched that movie in a Sorry. while. I know. We haven't watched any of the movies in a while, to be honest. Um, okay, so yeah. 
Oh, here it is. Kylo, did you come back to say you forgive me? To save oh, my yeah. soul? Um, so it's the opposite. Have you come to destroy me, Obi-Wan? Yeah. And uh, Obi-Wan's response is, I will do what I must. And he lights up his lightsaber. <sighs> and it's <laughs> hey, game you on. Gonna, Sorry. Gonna blow your nose? <laughs> I'm not going to blow my nose. I'm just kind of... Yeah, he says that at the beginning dabbing. of the the duel in episode three too he says that he, i'll do what i must i knew that sounded very familiar i thought he said it at some point but i couldn't he doesn't when he twirls his lightsaber remember. down like that he puts it to his side i remember that's what he says he says i, I will, will do, do what it. I must. only sith deals in absolutes that's what he says absolutes right right yeah see i was up really late last night watching a bunch of stuff like i said i watched a couple of rebels episodes i went back and watched certain parts of certain films why i didn't get around to the duel on Mustafar. I'm an idiot, but I didn't get oh, around yeah, to that. Oh, yeah, what? Yeah, I know. You call yourself a researcher? I, I know. I, I was, <laughs> it was getting late at that point. I was like, I gotta sleep. I mean, trust me, I remember everything about that duel, so I, I got I figured you, you'd have my back. But, <laughs> I got but you, while we're talking about that, the, um, the clear differences between that duel and this duel... Oh, the great honestly, differences. Very nice. This, I mean, they were very fluid in on Mustafar. Both of them very fluid, like a dance almost. This was a fist fight. This was a brawl. Yeah. This was brutal. It was hard. They were literally whipping shit at each other. Like. Yep. Oh yeah, dude. So different and interesting. Did you notice that he? But kicked it makes him so much sense. I don't know if he kicked him in the face or if. Uh, oh, excuse me. Yeah, dude, we are actually Sorry. recording. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if he kicks him in the face, but he do, Vader does something that, to his face. I watched no, listen, that so many listen. times. I could not see if he he's does punching something. him using his hilt. I couldn't tell. Do you know which part I'm talking about? Yes, I, that's what oh. I just said. Well, it's very. It's it, it looked like that one shot when he got kicked in the face in episode three. Yeah, because there, like, there, oh. there was, there were. Uh, you know, a face punch, an uppercut. Yeah. Like, there were... It was down in dirty time. Like, it this was. is it. We're literally getting into the dirt. Yeah. With each yeah. other. And throwing earth at each other. Like, this is... So when, uh, yeah. when you know, <laughs> it's interesting. Like, like you have primitive. It's honestly pretty primitive of a fight. It was... Well, it was brutal and primitive. Yeah, like you're saying, because... This is what is deep down in both of their psyches and brains. And this is what they cannot get past. They cannot get past the past. And for, you know, they're obviously, like you were saying, they are holding hands at some point. They can't. Yeah. They, are, they are inevitably linked. Forever. Best friends. That was the best friends moment. I best saw that. Friends. I'm like, Delaney, where are you at? They... they they're not neither one of them is moving an inch until they somebody can get past this yeah and clearly it's not going to be vader because he's so into his darkness now that that's not going to happen it's going to take you know how many years later I mean, he kills him nine years later yeah. um and it takes luke basically obviously we know but um 
it's just so cool. It's not at all the graceful choreo that we've seen yeah. in the flashback or in Revenge of the Sith. And it's not the one-sided duel between Kylo and Luke at all, even though there are a lot of TLJ similarities here. Nothing like that. Not it, This was, again, nasty. It's nasty. Yeah. The, if, they were, if they could, they would be hair-pulling. I guarantee you. <laughs> yeah. They would be hair-pulling. They would be biting each other. Like, it would be that brutal. Yeah. Um... What was I going to say? Oh, they have their little back-to-back -back moment, though, that mimics the flashback duel. Which oh, yeah. Was yep. Which was... So, you know, they're, they're, they're giving you the little reminders. Well, no, yeah, there's, like, little pockets during the duel of past duels. Yeah. Which I think is great. Yes! Honestly. Yeah, that's not just the same duel, you know? No, this was... That's why... You, touch. This is why your dad was... Yeah, he let. Yeah, it literally was I'm sure for him in yeah. stunned silence. Like he could not believe this fight that was going on. And yeah. I'll be honest, I'll be honest. Do you remember when they announced this show? Yeah, it was. Um, I forget what year at D twenty three, but it was at D twenty three, and I think that's when Kathleen Kennedy used the term rematch of the century or something like that. Yep. 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 And you were like, oh. I was really. <laughs> yeah, I was too, dude. Uh, uh, it was a little ick. It was a cringe. little ick. It was cringe, bro. I was like, no, this is going to be cringe. Yeah. Well. But, oh, were we wrong? I take it all back. Oh, yeah. I we, admit dude. my wrongness. Take yeah. it all back. This has got to be, for me. This might be. The best duel? It might be the best Since duel. Since the sequel... Better than the sequel duels, man. Better than the sequel duels in there. Honestly? We don't get a lot of Dude, dueling in I'm the sequels. I'm going to put it right next to... We have to, we have to do... Now we have to do a duel tier list. That's what we have to do. Yeah. We have to do it. I guess we should I put it later. right next to Battle of the Heroes and Episode 5. That's where I'm putting those two. Along with this one. It's top it's tier. It's trophy. It's top tier, bro. It's top it's tier. It's top tier. And, and it also, shocked. dude, it also reminded me of the way that it was editing, editing back and forth between that duel and the other duel. It reminded me of when it edited back and forth between the Battle of the Heroes and Yoda and Palpatine in an interesting right. way. I kind of got that vibe just a little bit. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's, it's clearly not, it's not a duel and another duel. It's, it's a little bit of a different take, but it's kind of got the same editing feel. It kind of sure. felt like that. Yeah, it kind of felt like that. You're right. Like, the skeleton of it was there. Like, the skeleton of that whole sequence was there, but it wasn't yeah. the same. Grandpa George is there. He's there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's definitely. he's like Qui-Gon. He's dude, around. Editing, dude, the lighting was so good, too. Mm. That yeah. lighting was great. You know what? Because was... you couldn't make everything out completely. You couldn't make everything out. It was just enough to know what was going on, but it kind of increased the chaos of it a little bit. I I have PTSD from that one episode of Game of Thrones that was so dark I literally oh. couldn't see what was going on in it. Yeah. So when I realized both of these storylines were going to happen in the dark, I got a little scared. Uh-oh. Because I thought, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I, and I will admit that having rewatched this several times, a couple it of those times were during the day and it did not work. Like yeah, I literally stopped it and like, nope, can't do it right now. Going to have to wait till the sun goes down at least. So I can see what the heck is going on. But, yeah. um, okay, let's move on because, man, there's so much good stuff go. here. Um, so, again, Obi-Wan's cast the first stone, which I thought 
Literally. Not very, very nice. <laughs> Literally. Very nice. Because you yeah. would not think that. You would think. You would not. In fact, I didn't think but, that. I was like, oh, I'm sure Vader did. And I went back but and Luke like, no. Did. In episode five, dude. Luke does. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And episode six, actually. Interestingly enough, Vader never starts the fight. He never does. <laughs> but I guess that's true. Why is that the case? Kind of funny. Actually, he does in episode three, I guess. He does flip on Obi-Wan the, at first. I don't know. It's interesting. Yeah. Anyway, it, continue. Continue. Uh, so, um, at some point, Obi-Wan gets a bit of an upper hand in this fight, and he literally tries to collapse one of the pillars onto Vader. Yeah. Um, Foolish. And, and Vader's like, Oh, that was a great line, oh. dude. Good stuff. I guess you got your powers back, but good Vaderism, good Vaderism, you're right there, dude. Still weak AF, and I'm still gonna kick your butt. Basically, trash talking, and um, but it is a reminder, like you said, of Attack of the Clones when yeah. Dooku basically has this big pillar thing trying to crush both of them, Anakin and Obi Wan, and Yoda has to save their butts. Yep. By lifting it, and then Dooku gets away. So yeah, I mean, I think. There's a little bit of that in there. And um, just, again, using one of these pillars to physically try to crush him. Mm-hmm. Doesn't work like that. Super cool it doesn't work like though. that, though. You know what I mean? Metaphorically, it's cool. Also, this is uh, around the point in the episode where I started to get a bad taste in my mouth. Honestly. Okay. Please share why you were taken, uh, ca- like, caught off guard. A bit. And, and I feel like y'all, ha- you have to agree with me. You have to agree with me on this one. There's no way you disagree with this. Okay. All right. Because you, every other time this has similarly happened <clears throat> in Star Wars, you have always also said it left a bad taste in your okay. mouth. Okay. Like what is it? Go. So the way that they are using the force in this show. Ah, uh, right. right. Okay. All right. Seems a little abusive of the force. I'm not going to lie. It seems a little like. Force Unleashed style, which I'm cool. Like, I've always been cool with that. But to see, like, those characters do it, I don't know, man. It does not It does not sit well with me. I don't know why. But it's just, like, I mean, we got we got that in part five, you know? Like, he, like, literally ripped the ship apart. Yes. And then in this, we see him, like, do all that stuff with the rocks. Both of them, they do, like, crazy stuff with the rocks, you know? Yes. And I can see where you would. Uh, and I, uh. I feel like I saw weird. that. I feel like I saw that point on Twitter. At I don't least know. Once man. also, it kind of made me feel like they might have consulted the. Do you know that edit they made between old Ben Kenobi and Darth <laughs> yeah. Vader? Yeah. Yeah. I was wondering if they were trying to tap into that like psyche of fans that like have seen that. You know. Um. I never got that feeling. Really. I really Dude, didn't. I got that feeling from you. I swear. The only like, thing that made that kind of made me go, huh? Is when he had his like Jesus moment and lifted all the rocks into the air <laughs> and started to <laughs> Jesus pummel my man. With, yeah, my man. But I think what I think what um, makes me not feel icky about it is that you know this is vader and obi-wan this is anakin and obi-wan and again metaphorically speaking these rocks are highly symbolic of what they're going through 
you know, the, the pain and the anguish and the everything, all of it. He even uses that term all and all of it. It's just all that's a lot. It's a lot. It's so much. Yeah, it definitely is. So the fact that this duel raised up to that level of crazy, I guess, <laughs> crazy train. It's Vader and Obi-Wan. Like, it's got to, right? It's got to. For one of them to move on, it's got to get up to that level. I guess. For one of them to have an epiphany of some sort. I guess. And he, and to, re, and to like, recall, like, he believes fully that it's him or me. One of us is dying, and that's it. We're not both walking off of this planet. It's not going to happen. One of us has to kill the other. It's... Oh yeah, and he's, you, and he's yeah. pretty much like resigned to the fact that he made this mistake once already. He he's didn't not make it again. Yeah, he didn't double tap like he should have. Yep, yep. And you know, he thinks that's the lesson that this is. He's the creation of Vader is fully his fault. It's his responsibility to end it this time. But then he gets buried, and I think in while he's buried, he comes to the realization that that's not what it's about. Yeah, that's the you moment. Know? That's the big giant. So interesting moment, dude. but interesting. Yeah, when we get to that point, because he's in his fully, darkest place, you know. Yes, fully expected the force theme at that point. A hundred percent. Oh yeah. Didn't get. Oh it. yeah, for sure. For no sure. force theme. We get it in a very weird moment. Actually, we don't, though, because all the characters start to get their original themes during that last sequence, right, so it makes right. sense. And, it, and why. It, it does make sense in the end, but I was like, he's still, I would be not, curious he's to ask, still not there, though. When he gets out of that pit, he's still not there. He still thinks he has to kill him. No, I don't think he does, Yes, dude. he does. Yes, he does. The only thing that stops him from killing him is seeing his face. That's, That's the true. only thing that stops That's him what you dead. Think? in his tracks you watch ewan's acting okay and it is very clear he is when he's lifting those rocks he's like gotta do it man i'm i gotta do it this is this is my mission this is why i'm here and the second he sees his face he breaks down he does immediately immediately that's true that's true they don't nominate that man Oh, do you act. think they're gonna? Do you really think so? I think he's very deserving of a nomination. Really? Yes, very. I mean, I think he's a beast. So he's no. always good at what he yeah, does. And we haven't even mentioned the physicality of of this. Yeah. Like practically speaking, the physicality of this fight. Does he do his own choreo? I mean, th- sure looks like him to me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, because you know, he's. He, he trained these muscles before. It was just a matter of, you know, waking them up, I, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> just like Obi-Wan. So, yeah. <laughs> and there's footage of him training his ass off. So It's really cool that he enjoys the damn, role, by the way. Yeah. I was dying, actually. I was simping hard Uh-oh. during that entire Internet. time. I was like, good Lord, Ewan. Can you hear well, me? Yes, but you are can you hear glitchy, me? glitchy, glitchy. I can hear you, but you're glitching. Can you hear me? Uh-oh. You can hear me now? I can hear you. You can hear me? Hello? 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 Hello. I can hear you. Okay, good. Yeah, it's very glitchy on my end, though, and it was thinking about disconnecting, I think. 
Okay, well, I was just going to say, it's cool to hear how he likes his role so much. He keeps saying that he likes his I role. I know. Well, both of them have just been so freaking cute in all of the yeah. press and everything, and how Hayden is just giddy. He's giddy, He's too. He's so chill, dude. <laughs> He's, He's chilling, dude. so happy to be doing this. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's like, behind-the-scenes kind of stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so I'm... I watched it so many times. I was trying to see, did Vader punch him? Did he use his hilt to hit him in the face? It's hard to tell. It's hard hard to to tell, tell. but I think he uses his hilt. I do too. Because, you know, he throws his head back exactly like Qui-Gon did when when Darth Maul Uh. got the face shot right before he actually kills him. Uh, Oh, I didn't know. Oh, yeah. And I think... I think that's what they were trying to evoke with that, but it's also a Kylo move. Like Kylo's a brawler like that. So that was kind of fun to tie that to Kylo. Yeah. Um, okay. So Vader splits the ground eventually, just like the force does in force awakens. Yep. I mean, that's my take. It's always been my take and it always will be that that yep. was the force trying to separate them. So they can yep. fall in love and be together later. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. but, he, you know, he dumps Obi-Wan into this cat pit. Uh, and in in a very cool moment of high ground. I mean, honestly. Yeah. But, but you know, I don't, I hate my brain sometimes. I know this is supposed to be like a big, huge, dramatic moment when he starts throwing these entire pillars of rock onto the top of him. But all I could think was Wrath of Khan buried alive. Oh, (laughs) yeah. True, true. I even even went so far as to try to make a meme of it. But because, uh, you know, Disney Plus won't let us screenshot, which is, I swear, the bane of my existence. That they won't let us screenshot. Um, I couldn't really get a good... Uh, glareless picture that I wanted, but oh, oh! Speaking of speaking of illegal copying a video, by the way, <laughs> uh, I officially have the official. Why should why clip. are you saying this on air if it's illegal? Let's not. Oh no, no, no! I mean, no, it's fine, it's fine. I have a clip of episode five now. I have it with no sound clip. at all. With no sound. Cool. We have it, boys. All right, we've got it. So it's kind of right. cool. Pretty cool. I better, better start, start practicing. I was gonna say I better start rehearsing my lines. You gotta practice. Okay, but even okay, even though it made me kind of internally giggle because I thought of buried alive. Um, then that made it's so me, good though. Then that made me think though. Wait a minute. Okay, he is trying to bury him alive. Yep. So, symbolically and metaphorically, he's trying to put him. He's he's again just like he dragged him through the fire and everything because he was like you're gonna feel what I felt, yep. Because you deserve it. I'm gonna make you feel that pain and everything. He's doing the same thing here, because that's how he feels. But it's not even how he feels. It is how he is. He has buried. Any yeah, he's, ca- he's encased in a literal sarcophagus. That's what literally it is. encased, it trapped buried alive in this Darth Vader person. Yep. A walking buried alive person. A walking buried crazy. alive. It's, Great metaphor. It's so freaking good. In it's every very good. Sh- in every way. Um, 
And um, I have to, I would be remiss if I didn't mention um, this makes two bends in a pit. <laughs> True. And if we're going to be serious about it, because I, I really watched an entire, I, one entire viewing of this show I dedicated to putting on my Ben Solo goggles. Oh no! And not watching the ben Solo it, I know, I know, I shouldn't have done it. Dangerous, it, it just made dangerous. Me mad. <laughs> it just kind of made me mad in the end. But um, <laughs> yeah, when you watch it with Ben Solo goggles, um, this scene of Obi Wan being in this pit and hearing the well, actually, I'm, I'm going to have to talk about Episode Nine for a second. Um, you do, dude. You have to do it. So when Obi-Wan's in the bottom of this pit and, and Vader thinks it's over and he thinks he's buried him alive and that's that and walks away, Obi-Wan starts hearing voices very similar to Rey at the end of Rise of right. Skywalker. That's However, true. these are not Negative. the voice of the Jedi. These are the voices of his own baggage that he's carried around all this time. All the guilt again, all the shame again, he hears... Anakin's voice, he hears Vader's voice, just basically telling him, you deserve this. Yep. This is, you deserve it. You deserve to be buried alive by these rocks that represent all of it. Piling on top of you. Yeah. So. And then? But then, the like. But the bit, right. But in, in, what is so funny is that. I have seen so many fan fictions, countless fan fictions, where people (laughs) play this scene out with Ben at the bottom of his pit. But it's like, it's basically the same thing where he's like, do I deserve this? I probably Uh, deserve this. But you know what? You know who doesn't deserve this? She doesn't deserve this. So for her benefit, I'm going to, pick my raggedy ass up out of this pit. Oh, interesting. Okay. And. Oh, like what he went through at the bottom of that pit that he got thrown into. Right. Right. Oh, oh that's cool. So <laughs> literally I was like, of course I've, you see. Yeah. You only get mad when you do this. You only, get I've mad. read this. I've read this actually. I've read this exact same thing. And sometimes there are, fan, there are fan fictions too, where he gets the Jedi telling him to get up. But I've also read ones where he's like going over all his the bad stuff he's done thinking he deserves it, but it's only Ray that gets him to get up and and crawl out of there and do something. Raylo. Raylo moment. <laughs> oh, dude, I haven't heard it's the word Raylo. The word Raylo is not spoken much on this podcast anymore. Raylo? It's interesting. You Raylo? Yeah. I Raylo. You Raylo? Okay. It used to literally be a word you used in every episode for like the first 30 well, episodes Well, I mean, of it was relevant. It's kind of not that relevant. But in this case it is because it's I a guess. very <laughs> similar scenario yeah um but yeah so going back to obi-wan if we're looking at these rocks as symbols for all of all of it as he says um all the bad stuff that he's been feeling for these past 10 years regarding anakin if it had just been him if he didn't have something in quote unquote in his pocket that reminds him that he's got bigger fish to fry. He's got to get up out of this pit because he can't just leave Luke and Leia to 
vulner you know he just can't yeah they are the ones he's fighting for at this point so um i love the montage of him that's really cool like and cool too that the negative voices were just voices yep but we actually get the visuals of the kids of the The power of it yeah yeah which makes that much more potent you know true Ah, that's a good point yeah it does that's just like good filming right there. Uh, yeah it's good storytelling basically is what i'm getting at um yeah but again like i said he it gives him a huge like level up once he realizes that that's what he's there for you know yep. he he does level up like it oh my god um but no fourth theme yet because again he yep. still thinks he's got to take him down in order for anything um in order to move forward um, so cute that he attacks him from behind like Reva did. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, but he's, you know, he's Obi-Wan. He's got more tricks in his in his um, toy box than she does. And, um, again, uh, the moves, the, 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 the Ewan McGregor. True. I don't know if that's Hayden doing the stunt work or not. Oh, yeah, his Possibly. moves are cool, too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, who? If that was he Hayden, he's doing that thing where he like swings at the ground. Yeah, he did do that a few. A couple times. times he's done that in this show. Yeah. A few times he's done that. But again, you know, if if that's a new thing that he's doing, it makes a lot of sense because yeah, we're we're on this planet where it's dirty and it's rocks and it's just nasty. They're getting nasty with each other. Yeah. But I have written here, oh, I no longer, he no longer has a bad motivator. <laughs> That's true. He's got a, his motivator is working now. Motivator. Yeah. Because <laughs> um, he's going to fight furiously for those kids. Uh, and then I wrote, then the rails come off the train. <laughs> yeah, dude. That doesn't even make any sense. Then the rails actually. come <laughs> off the train. It doesn't. The train comes off the rails, bro. I should have written boy. either the train goes off the rails or the wheels come off the train, but not the <laughs> yeah, rails come doing? off the train. <laughs> when did you write these? <laughs> I was tired, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I wasn't even tired. Maybe I'm just an idiot, probably. Um, we you know get, what people say instead of the tables of turn? People say the turns of table. The turns of table. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of like that. The turns of table. The rails came off the train. The what now? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah lifting rocks. I really, really enjoy that they. The pummel. I, well, I just enjoy how they've made lifting rocks that exact. You know the visual of it, the saying of it. Yeah, they put that into a centrifuge. Like it's it's been used in so many different ways. And I just really like that how that has become this metaphor for for the Jedi and just the force in general and just yeah. it's just really cool I don't know it's not it's a something... vehicle of the force it's a it's a result of the force like that rock thing it's like showing you what the force can do kind of you know? right but in different hands it means yeah. different things I guess like the original lifting rocks was Luke on Dagobah just yep. as a training exercise basically and and they use it for a training exercise and multiple other things that i've seen yep 
we're always talking Ray. Ray we're always talking about it with training, where's training's concerned. And they even mentioned it earlier in the show. I think Roken says, um, you know, Obi-Wan says, I need your help. And he says, so does every kid making a rock float from here to yeah. Coruscant or whatever. Yeah, that was cool. Um, I don't know. I just really like, I really like what that's turned into because it's, it's again, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a metaphor for the force itself. But it's also like a result of the force. It, de- it depends on who's. It depends on who's doing it. Yeah, because that rock ain't doing anything until someone does something. It's really it. It, right. That rock has the potential to be a tool, to be a weapon. Yeah. Um, to just be. You know hey, that philosophy just, episode. Hey, you're, you're sounding like Aristotle out here. Uh, I know. You're sounding a little bit Aristotelian, <laughs> a little bit out here. Just saying. I know. Um, but in this case, in Obi-Wan's case, it's his past and it's, it's his, um, guilt and shame and pain, etc. Um, do you think that, that we're crazy? Could we be crazy? Are we no, crazy? No, we're not crazy at all. Ah, uh, you, okay. Cause we're talking about rocks so much this episode. I told like... you we were going to talk about it. It's going to be rock talk. <laughs> okay. That's what this episode is going to turn into. Rock Come talk. Come on. I want to get to the good part though, man. Come okay. on, man. So he's lifting rocks. He lifts these fragments because they're no longer pillars. They've, like, crushed, you know, torn apart yeah. these pillars um, symbolically and literally. And just starts to hammer our guy. Yeah. Just hammer. This was, I think, when I think my jaw hit the floor. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty shocked by that. I was like, yo, <laughs> this is crazy, Because, dude. again, I'm expecting... After that moment of epiphany in the pit, I'm expecting Ben the Kenobi full the full epiphany, like the yeah. full him throwing down his saber, saying, yeah. "No, bro, we're not doing this. It's not. It's we're not doing this anymore." But no, it's the freaking opposite. He goes full ham, like well, crushing it him. Me, it reminds me of when Luke is on the Death Star in Episode Six, and he's kind of like yeah. in between. And then there's that moment where it's like, okay, he made it. He's got, but then he grabs a lightsaber and he swipes, he swings. It's like, whoa, man. Like that's, that's rage. That's dark side. You know what I mean? Like he did, that was a dark side move. It was. It really kind of was. That's why I was so shocked. And then he uses it on Luke in episode five. Yes, he does. That's crazy. On Bespin. You brought that up. I was like, oh my God. Oh yeah. Oh Oh, my God. Oh yes. We are throwing stuff. Yep. But this time it's. You know. By the way, what do they break on Bespin during that part? What do they break? Yep. At the end of that the sequence, window? what happens? That's right. <laughs> That's right. It's always there, dude. You got. You guys thought we were going to get through this without <laughs> saying the W word? You're wrong. Nope. We nope, just said it. Dude. He just said yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Why don't you write a poem about it, bruh? But, like, potentially an interesting parallel. Potentially. The way that the window breaks and then he breaks his respirator. I don't know. Could be a reach. It could be a reach. Um, that's kind of cool. But it, again, breaks. he is just, this is it. This is the most violent we will ever see this man be, ever. True. Yeah. Um, he hits him under the under the chin. He did, There's an uppercut with the hilt. Um, like you said, Ooh, laptop is hot. he starts to bash his chest plate with his hilt. 
Then he hits him with another yeah. rock. Then he wounds him on his back with his lightsaber. Then he throws he him across him. the room. Then he splits his mask open. So he, it's like, again, he's going. <laughs> what boss did I say? Battle. The it's rails, a boss battle. The bro. rails have come off the train. Come. They have. They have. He's really, yeah, that's a boss battle. And he's winning <laughs> at all yeah. costs. Because he thinks he has to in order to protect the kids. But the as soon as he splits his mask open, again, I beg of you, go just watch this just to watch Ewan McGregor be a master. Wait, hold up. I wanted to, I, yes, this part's great, but I do want to check something really quick as you continue to talk. Okay. Um, so the second he does that, Obi-Wan backs off, just physically backs away. But he's still got, like, his defensive stance. Um, but as soon as Vader lifts his head and he sees Anakin's face for the first time. I knew it, bro. Since Mustafar. Okay. I knew it, bro. What? Okay, Hallie and I were right. I just want to put on the podcast. We were right. In Rebels, his helmet splits on the left side. On the left side. Bro. Yeah. Mind blown. No, I'm sorry. Wait. No. It does. I have a picture right here. But I mean, we're look. If you're looking at him, it's his right side. It's his right side. Yes. But for us, it's the left side. Yeah. But that's what's important. Ahsoka breaks it on the right side. That's some good stuff, man. Obi Wan breaks it on the on Vader's left side. Satisfying, bro. Satisfying. Spec freaking tacular. That's so cool. Um. Anyway, he sees his face for the first time since Mustafar. Yeah, that's pretty. And awesome. just it yeah. stops him dead in his tracks. He's it's yeah. over. Like this pummeling, <laughs> he lost. This pummeling, this violence. It, the, he can't go on. Like he yeah. says his name, just like Ahsoka does in yeah, awesome. in Rebels. He says his name, Anakin. And that's uh, <laughs> sobbing at this point. Yeah, that's so sad, dude. Sobbing. I at did. This point. Th- there was a tear shed during this part as well, when he said, "I'm sorry." I oh felt my bad. God. Oh my god. I uh, felt that in my chest, bro. Oh Jesus. I felt that in my chest. I oh I felt it, head <laughs> to toe, in my chest, in everywhere. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think. Also, he, Kubrick I, stare. We got some Kubrick yeah. stares oh, yeah, in right. this scene, you're bro. Right. An- uh, Anakin and a Kubrick stare. Yeah. So awesome, dude. I'm so glad they did that. Uh, yeah, he immediately, immediately upon seeing his face, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Anakin. Yeah. It, it, that's it. It's over. Like, he's he's not killing him. There's no way. No way. Nope. Not going to happen. Um, I mean, we knew it wouldn't happen anyway, but, you know. And then that's when he says, for all of it. That yeah. was what, uh, if I wasn't already sobbing, I think that's when I had to throw my glasses off. <laughs> I had to do that a couple of times. No, I'm not kidding. I had to take my... I was crying so... Oh, it was this, and then at the end when he's with Leia. Yeah. Um, I was crying so hard that it was getting all over my glasses, and that I couldn't ridiculous. even see. So <laughs> that's why I was like, I'm actually really glad we didn't. I didn't watch this with anyone else, because A... Yeah, I would have been so annoyed. I don't think I would have let me myself feel those feelings had anyone else been in the room and I would have been well, distracted. Well, I remember calling you. I remember calling you after you had watched it already and you did not sound okay. No, I wasn't okay. You didn't sound like yourself. You sounded very stoic. I and was very, like, real calm. shook. You sounded like the equivalent of after a hurricane just strikes somewhere. Like it sounded like the calm after the storm. But I was kinda. also trying to not let on what I had just witnessed with my own two eyes. 
which was crazy. Uh-huh. Um, okay, so I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Anakin, for all of it. Um, and then he's like, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. You didn't kill Anakin. Okay, we need to talk Hardcore. about this. I am not your failure, Obi-Wan. Facts. You didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. And then he's like, back to his old, the same way I will destroy you. Eh. Um, but, okay, so there's a lot of debate about this. And I I honestly, 50-50. I think it could yeah. be, it's either, either in both, really. Did he say that? In a moment of... Like, to absolve him? To absolve him, purposefully. Yeah. yeah. Because you see the light on his face flicker from red it's, to blue. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then go back to red. Um, And then, because, you know, um, they like to do that now with these real lighted, lit sabers. Yeah. They use yeah. the sabers, that really cool Lighting light. Lighting metaphor, to their, yeah. Mm-hmm. At, I mean... um. It's so reminiscent of Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Yep. And I'm the, on it. And, I'm on that level, you know, bro. She splits his face. He splits his mask. You know, there's yep. so many. There, like I said, if we took the time to point out every freaking similarity to all these other things, it would take all day. Yep. Um, but, okay. So, it could be that he was actually saying that to absolve him. But it could also be him saying that because he's freaking Anakin and he does not want to give Obi-Wan Kenobi one tiny little scrap of credit for freaking anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's but that's more Anakin, in my opinion. It's definitely more Anakin. Both are Anakin, though. You know what I mean? Like, it I guess, could be yeah. both. It could be both. Like him knowing like him trying. Both. It could just simply be him trying, which would be even more painful to watch. Because, Honestly, because you know, we know that there is that sliver of Anakin in there that Luke taps into eventually. Uh huh. But also, it's it's like Luke knew that he was not the one to reach Ben Solo. Obi Wan knows that he's not the one that's going to reach Anakin either. So that I like that um, parallel. Can we just a talk lot. about that? This is like. Such a good tragedy story in Star Wars. So good, dude. It it so feels good. it but again it feels like there's this middle way for this story because yeah, this shit hurt to watch. Yeah. It yeah. hurt bad. But we know that it's gonna be okay. You know what I mean? I guess, but like Yeah, I guess. So yeah, it hurt. But it's oh, it's it's so like meta because we're it's going very meta. we're going through what Obi Wan's going through. Yeah, we really are, and he doesn't have the benefit of knowing that it's going to be okay. Okay, like he knows like th- through his forciness, I guess, in the end. But you know, at this moment when he's just really going through it, that he doesn't know, you yeah. know. But um, yeah, so God bless. And when Qui Gon says he was with him the whole time, like I said, and like we said. We are Qui-Gon watching him through this. Yeah, that's, that's true, we too. Are. Yeah. Um, well, he revor- he resorts back to the same way I will destroy you. and um, Tries to get up, but he can't. Tr- oh, God, it's just so sad. It hurts. Um, it hurts. It's, it's just, like, just, it's so just like the Battle of Heroes, dude. It's just like the Battle of Heroes. It's the same thing. Um, it's the same thing. And then he just call- he calls it at that point. Time of death. My friend yep. is dead. Never mind. Yep. Darth. 
see ya. So someone did die. When did he, when he calls him Tarth. Uh, yeah, that hurts. That hurts. So funny, though. Why? Because, you know, for 40-whatever years, I've been irritated that he calls him Darth in A New Hope. Oh. Because it's just so... That's not... Oh, what are Darth, you calling him yeah. Darth for? It's like calling, like, your friend by their occupational, like... <laughs> you know Doc. what I mean? No, it's like saying Doc. Like, when you say, what's up, Doc? Or whatever. Like, yeah, it's not his name, but... I thought it was cute that they put that in there. That to be it was. Like, I totally forgot that he said that. Actually, yeah. wow, that's why he did that. I'm okay. like, wow, they're just really taking every complaint I've ever had, and making it make sense now. Cool, yeah, dude, you gotta give it to her though. I know, you gotta oh, give it I'm, to her though. I'm giving her everything. She yeah. can, <laughs> she can live here if she wants. She can live on my roof, eat my food, whatever she wants. She can have my house. Yeah. Um, and then the fun. Do you think kids the, are gonna like that series? Uh, yeah, it's not a, it's not really very kid friendly, I would say. Yeah, I mean that third episode know. is rough, dude. Yeah, it's a little more adult, which I appreciate, honestly. You got to be yeah, I would think at least the 8 to 10 year old age bracket would be the youngest that would really get what was going on. Maybe, yeah. I don't know, I could be wrong. Um but the 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 yelling of Obi-Wan like we said earlier, versus Maul's yelling of Kenoba, you have to you have yeah. to splice that shit together. <laughs> I'm not gonna let that go. All You're right. gonna have to do that. All right. Okay. Just real quick, so many echo- echoes of conversations in past Star Wars. Obi Wan, I'm sorry. Luke, I failed you, Ben. I'm sorry. Um, I'm not your failure. Versus, I failed you. I'll destroy her and you and all of it. That is why that all of it stuck out to me so much, because I could hear Adam Driver saying, and all of it. Yep. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. And then oh, yeah. Obi-Wan says, I'm sorry, Anakin, for all of it. Oh, yeah, dude. I don't dude. know. That just really stuck out to me. Um, and then Luke says to Vader, then my father is truly dead in Re- Return of the Jedi. Uh, there's just so many. So many. Um, okay, we need to talk about Ahsoka... Vader versus Obi-Wan Vader. Similarities and differences. We've uh, The obvious is they both split his mask open. But just on the one side. Yep. And Ahsoka gets the right side and Obi-Wan gets the left side from Vader's perspective. Yep. Um, I think that's appropriate. Oh, yeah. Because... The right side is always kind of the light side, you know? It's also powerful, though. It's like... If we're going to split it into the Force, the Force has the... Le- or the dark side gets the left side, and the light side yeah, gets the yeah, right yeah. side. Like, you would just think that, right? Yeah. So, his Padawan, who he really has no beef with, to be honest. He really doesn't. Nope. He doesn't have this, she's got the problem. Like, she's got the guilt of having left him alone and yeah, possibly contributing to this. Whereas he's got the bulk of the guilt and the responsibility, I guess. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and just, but that's just, again, it's a, it's a nice bookend. It's a nice set of bookends. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, it's the best. 
and the and the fact that Ahsoka literally says, "I won't leave you, I won't leave you, not again." Oh, and Obi Wan does the opposite, and he's yeah, like, dude. "Peace out, Darth," <laughs> Peace. and calls him a, calls him Darth. Peace. Peace. Um, but you know, because he has this new hope. This new reason. I mean, Vader and Obi Wan's relationship on. is literally just a bad breakup. That's all it is. It's such a bad breakup. The homosexual tension between those two is ridiculous. <laughs> Honestly, it's true. It's true. On God, tell me I'm wrong. No, you you're, can't tell me you're it doesn't feel like a very, breakup. You're not wrong. It's very, very. Um, but I mean, having witnessed siblings who break up, quote unquote, like that. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Like, it's pretty, yeah. at least when you have a breakup with a, I mean, in theory, if you have a breakup with a, boy, a spouse or a significant other, it is possible to just cut them out and just, yeah. for you know, just learn from whatever those years mistakes were or whatever and move on when it's siblings, like in this case. You can't do that. There's just too much history there. It's it because when you're a child and you're building this, you're building your psyche. You're literally building it from the ground up. Yeah. That person is part of that foundation. And it's really, really freaking sad when that has to be just put aside. It's, it's, no, this is why we are always so happy when we see you and your sister like being best friends. It's like okay, Woo! we're good. I think we're good. <laughs> I don't think that's yeah. ever going to happen between you two. But I have uh, we become it. arch enemies. We become arch enemies. I'm telling you, I've wist- I've witnessed it in real time, in real life, more times than I care to mention, and it is terrible. It's really awful. So as bad as bad as a divorce or whatever can be, this I. I I almost feel like this is worse because it's again yeah. it's part of your foundation as a person when yeah. you have a relationship with your sibs, you know? Uh-huh. And you're connected to your parents through them. It's like ooh, ooh, ooh when it goes bad, it goes so bad. Um, all right, we gotta talk about Riva. My god, we haven't even talked about Riva. Oh god, man. Okay. All right. Okay, let me just go down my notes D- and then give you me can... power slides here, man. Power I'm slides. Giving you power slides. All right. Here are my bullet points. Okay. I think I mentioned this already. One creation of Vader's being Reva hunting. Another. <laughs> another creation of Vader's, but Vader's life. Oh, it's Anakin. Like it's okay, again, it's Vader versus Anakin here. She is playing this out both for herself and as like a metaphor of what's going on between Obi-Wan and Vader. But Luke is literally a product of Anakin. Like, literally. Literally a product of Anakin. And the same with, I mean, he, she had Leia, too. She had Leia in her clutches. Yeah. And uh, I really want to go back True. and rewatch that particular episode because I remember we didn't really get to talk about it. Um, the fact that she was interrogating Leia, but almost as if she were talking to herself. Oh, yeah. No, yeah, you said that. You definitely said that. I, remember. I don't think I did. I think I said it to you not on the mic because we never really got into the weeds with any of those episodes. Cause we didn't record like for each of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
but so it was it was basically kind of the same thing with Leia yeah. that it was yeah, just it was. her two sides battling it out for her you know her soul basically and but in this case it's it is blatant to the point where she starts hallucinating seeing herself as Luke laying on the rocks and has to make that decision right then and there. Am I going to save this kid's life? Am I going to take him back to his family and save him? Or am I going to murder him? Yeah, I appreciate, I, I appreciate the level to which the, the writing team was like, you know what? We always do these things so subtle. Let's just like, let's make it obvious sometimes. You know what I mean? Right. Like when she and starts it, to see herself, it's like, oh, okay, well. <laughs> yeah. And I honestly think that was another reaction to TLJ because... You know, Ryan was pretty subtle with some of his mm. subtext. Not all And of it, it was though. a problem for a lot of people that they just did not get it. Yeah. Um, so I think maybe oh. <laughs> this team was more like, we cannot rely on these dinglings sometimes to get what we're trying to lay down. So I mean, why don't yeah, we dude. just literally superimpose her over him? Like, let's just be clear <laughs> of what's going yeah, on. Yeah, there might have as well been a scene where, like, you literally see them phase on top of each other. Right. Yeah. Because, and I haven't seen this in the chatter, but I'm guessing it's probably out there. Remember how everybody was like, um, Kylo is so far gone and so evil that even if he gets redeemed, there's no way he should live. Oh. Remember all of that? Yes, I do. Okay. But now we have Reva, who... I mean, she was one inch away from torturing baby <laughs> Leia. That's true. One That's inch bad. away. And you could see through Moses Ingram's acting that she did not want to do that. You yep. see her have a moment after they've taken Leia out of the, out of the interrogation room where she, you see it on her face. Like, I can't believe this little 10 year old is going to make me do this you know she really didn't want to but we don't know what she did yeah ma'am I mean we can assume she didn't kill kids right we can assume that but we can't assume anything else she was she was cutting off limbs and yeah really no problem probably stringing up that Jedi kid, yeah. like, or not kid, but you know, young guy. Uh, yeah. So, I think they did well not to show specifically a lot of the stuff that she did, but we can only assume that she did a lot of bad stuff. Like, we have to assume that, short of yep. killing kids, which clearly she was trying to draw the line there. <laughs> that was the line. <laughs> I'll do anything else to get close to him, but I will not kill children. I draw the yeah. line there. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, but I haven't really seen that take that I can't believe they redeemed her and let her live. Like, I haven't seen that yet. I don't know. That's good. Um, but in her mind, she thinks killing Luke will, like, like, in her haze of rage, I guess, thinks killing Luke will bring justice and vengeance and quote-unquote what I'm owed. So, yeah. um... You know, she went there to kill a kid. She very much did. There's no debating that. 
And yeah. I think oh, yeah. it really it kind of it kind of gets to her when she sees Owen and Baru protecting and defending Luke like quote unquote he's your own, you know, and he and Owen says he is my own like oh <laughs> so good. He is my <laughs> own. Like if you ever just really didn't like Uncle Owen, I don't see how you'd still don't like him. Like he, I think we understand now he's just a grouchy guy by nature. He's just <laughs> gruff, you know. Kind of like my dad, gruff guy. True. True. But when it comes down to brass tacks, you come for his family and he's not having it. Like it's not going to happen. Oh, I do want to point out. We haven't even talked middle path at all in this episode. Um, but when she is chasing through their chasing them around the house, you know, and she's already like taking care of Owen and she's going after Baru next and Luke in the next room. She's on one of those elevated yeah, pathways. Path, yeah. It's like a catwalk type of a situation, but a miniature version of what we see in part one at the Jedi Temple with her. And a miniature sure. version of what is on the Star Destroyer as well. Yeah. But she has to take this path to get to... She's on her path. Like, I guess that's the point. Facts. Um, let me see. She gets thwomped. She gets what? Thwomped. Thwomped? By Amber <laughs> True. Baru gets her licking. That's Big true. Big thwomp. Big thwomp. Yeah. Good for Baru. True. Honestly. Um, <clears throat> so let's just reiterate that Tao, that Taoism compares life with a river. Yep. And it gives you, which basically says you have options when you're in the river. You can swim against the current, you can hold on to a branch, or you can let go and go along with the stream. And most of our lives, a lot of people, especially in Western culture, think you have to swim against the current. Like, you got to be independent. you got to do your own thing. And that's basically kind of what she's been doing, but it's been a trauma response. Right, right. This show says a lot about trauma. It has a lot to say about that. It does. Um, and I think that's part of the statement that it's making um, that is very much not the message we got with Ben Solo. Yep. It's the opposite message that we get with Ben Solo, in fact. Yeah, this is definitely compensating for that. That you have to, you know, sometimes you're just so bad. Um, even if you turn a corner, even if you decide to be a better person. Mm, sorry, you were just too bad. You have to die. <laughs> and then, you know, theoretically, like metaphorically, it's saying if you are a bad person and you decide to make a change and, and Obi-Wan even says, you're free now. You yep. can choose whatever path you want now. Uh, but, you know, Rise of Skywalker is saying mm, you can choose that path, but it's over. We're like always You're, on that path. you're yeah. always going to be Obi-Wan stuck in your rock womb and buried like yeah. you're never gonna you're never gonna be free this show blatantly says wrong that's wrong yep. literally telling those two writers that two wrote schools that of script thought. Yeah. you're wrong schism bro there's a literal schism afoot 
That's what that is. And it's I, very interesting. It's very interesting. Well, it's going to cause a lot of problems. <laughs> I honestly feel this. I feel like I feel so good after this show. Like, I was always hopeful we're going to get Ben Solo back at some point. Oh. Now I really think we're going to get Ben Solo back at some point. Because oh. I think that this take, you know, the, in general, the take of this show literally saying it's never too late to change. Never. You can always make that choice. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you were an Inquisitor. You know, look at the reason why you are being an Inquisitor. Oh, guess what? Childhood trauma. You know, it's not an excuse to go out yep. and do bad things. But again, this whole idea of not of choosing a middle path is to understand your trauma. Like, that's the whole point of this. Literally. that He says it. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I think that's a very definitive statement. And it's being made by a core, beloved character who's literally saying, <clears throat> I'm going to literally help you up off the ground. Yeah. You are now free. You now understand that all that bad stuff that you did, you understand why you did it now. It's, it's. Yep. Deal with your shadow. And then you can move on. Facts. Facts. <laughs> Facts. So interestingly, Reva got Ben Solo's story. The but, redeem is strong but, with Reva. But a chance to prove herself again. True. True. But she also got Ahsoka's story. Yep. yep. Because she's kind of like Vader's apprentice. Like, not technically, obviously, but... <clears throat> you know, we've already said it a couple times. He made her. Yep. He set her on... He gave her the trauma that set her on this, you know, vengeance path. Um, yeah, he's, she's kind of the opposite of Vader in a way. And she's... And she's the... Well, she's a... It, it's just funny. Like, she was taken away from her family and put in the Jedi Academy. Same as Anakin. That's true. Right? Yeah. And she turned to the dark side. Same as Anakin. For a personal trauma that happened to her. Same as Anakin. Yep. She just got there faster. You know, yeah. Luke saved her faster. <laughs> Luke, being a, the dum-dum, like... 10 year old like they they make it very clear in the show that luke is <laughs> just a boy bro just a boy yep. he's not leia he's not out there training to be a leader wanting gonna be a leader he's not out there being super intelligent she's using the force before he is like let's be honest that was happening but so he didn't purposefully like mindfully save her like he does vader but but he did save her. Like it was that it was it was her having to confront the fact that she was about to kill a child and become what she hates the most that saved her. Right? Yeah. Um, so what were you saying? Oh, so 
<clears throat> being similar to Ahsoka in the way that um, she walks away from all that. She's like, no, I'm not going to. I'm done with this life. I'm going to make a better choice. Ahsoka does the same thing. But you know what I mean? Like when she walks away from the yeah. Jedi Order. That's what I'm no, trying yeah, to say. The, yeah, it's very similar. Yeah. Um. Again, I could just God, I could just compare these characters to each other all day long. There's so much there. But Riva and herself, you know, being named after this sacred river, we been knew this this person was not going. <laughs> That's true. She was redeemed from the first second I realized what her name meant. Like I knew uh-huh. it. There was no chance. Yeah. She's staying evil. Um, so real quick, let's go through the rest of the episode. Mustafar, we're back on the Yay. lava planet. More rocks. Oh, God, the throne room. Fire. We even get, like, a power shot of the throne room. The last shot. I think I said thank you, Deb, out loud. The first time I saw that shot. Thank, <laughs> thank you, Deb. You, Deb. <laughs> Immaculate shot of that throne room. Perfect it for is. a header. Perfect for when we do part, what is it, four throne rooms. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. It's gonna be my header. Um, okay. But we're back on the lava planet, and more rocks are being melted. More rocks are being reformed all the time. It's turmoil. It's torture. He f- built his freaking castle there. Um, Palp's cameo. I assumed there would be one just because Yay. I felt like Yay. it was uh, Return of the Jedi. You know, we gotta have some palps. Um, and he basically calls him out like, oh, oh, Sayos, he's you're letting him get to you, huh? Are you? <laughs> Are you? Are you really going to be that weak? Are you really going to be that lame? And he's like, no, I'm not going to be weak. I'm not going to be lame. Forget it. Never mind. (laughs) I serve only you. Back to business. And then Imperial March. Imperial March and the way the camera pulls back down the stairs. Like, watch that. If you didn't notice. Like, pulling back. Like, we're backing away down the stairs. Like, he's got the high ground again. Like, okay. Yeah, we're scared. We're scared. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. we get to Alderaan, her little freaking outfit. She's wearing Tala's holster. She's wearing the white. very Obi-Wan, you know, calf, knee, knee, knee high oh, yeah. boots. And that also, um, there is a comic book where adult Leia is wearing like an all white outfit. She's got a leather holster. She's got leather boots. It's very reminiscent oh, cool. of that little gloves, even like the whole thing. Wow. Right. Um, and I, I knew about that reference, but there's an Obi-Wan reference at the very end that I did not know about. Um, but they're on Alderaan. <clears throat> when he laughs, like, full-on belly yeah, laugh. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. Tears, again. Like, crying again already. Honestly. Think about it. When's the last time I Obi- know. When's the last time Obi-Wan Kenobi laughed? Yeah. And doesn't she say something in an episode about, like, you need to laugh sometimes? Or, like... Mm, I don't think so. Not that I remember, Episode 3, when when they're on the cart, the truck, doesn't she say something about it? No, I don't know. I don't remember that. I'm not sure. Okay, anyway, continue. Continue. Um, No more time for speculation. That just got me. I mean, he obviously returns Lola, which is great. Who who am I to separate a girl from her droid? Oh, bad ADR, though. Bad ADR. Oh, really? Sorry. His mouth doesn't move. Oh, <laughs> damn. Don't tell me stuff like that. I don't want to hear. <laughs> I'm just um, saying. I'm just saying. And this is the scene you were talking about uh, where 
he tells her yeah, all great the great scene. qualities that he remembers. Best script in the series. This scene right here. This scene oh, right here. God. Best script, dude. Best script right Just, here. Just, again, reinforcing the fact, who's the good twin here? Who's the important yeah. twin? <laughs> I don't know if it's For Luke. real. <laughs> I think it's Leia. <laughs> She's got the full package. You know what I mean? Yeah. All the best things about both her parents she's got in spades and damn it was just it, god the tears that this stupid episode made me produce um and then the will i ever see you again i i apologize for Did sending that... you that via text and you were like blocked or something after i sent what to you when i it was like a meme and half of it was leia Baby Leia asking Obi-Wan, will I ever see you again? And then the other half was baby Anakin asking his mother, will I ever see you again? I don't think you ever sent that to me. I totally did. And you were not ha- You were like, dude, why? Uh, what? Ugh, never mind. Anyway, no. we got, we can't, oh. no time to argue about it. Oh, you did. You did. Um, yeah. You did send that. You acted like you were, that was rude of me to say I said, that. bruh. Yeah, you said, bruh. All Bro. while Leia's theme is playing. By yeah, the way. man. The first time. Oh, dude, Natalie Holt in this scene. Mm, this Natalie scene. Holt in every scene, and just. Th- but this scene was handled. Just like so good. J Dubs would be proud. J Dubs would be proud with this one. He would. The way that the themes weaved in and out, right with mm-hmm. the characters, like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, the whole battle. Like I said, oh, I think I tagged you and said, "Oh my god, did you hear the? De- we didn't even mention before the duel started. There were two quotes of Diasire. Two. Yes, there were. This two. is why I. And they swelled. This is they why. Had, well, hold I, on. Wait a minute. This is why what? I tagged you and said we have to do a whole episode on the music. I know. I know. And I know. let me just tell you now, they are releasing the soundtrack. I know. You in I like know. next week. I'm I know, not kidding. But I just want to. I just wanted to say that the way that the swells happen as he walks off the ship, like it's his breathing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You really need to go through it when they publish the score, which is coming next week, I think. I forget what the exact date, 27th, 28th, something like that. Um, Because there's too much. We have literally five more minutes left. We can't get into it right now. But Natalie Holt, incredible job. So good, dude. And from what I hear, the rumor that she barely had time, was given very little time to write oh, yeah. the score. Even Didn't more even incredible notice, bro. job. Didn't even notice, dude. No. Um, finally, Obi-Wan says to Leia, may the force be with you. And finally, we get the force theme. Called it. Because called it on this now podcast. Is, now, is, now is when he is back to center like on this is his it. path bro on the his path, path. in it's, tune with his path that's what that means literally all because of her and he even says that to bail yep how can we ever thank you and he literally says she's already done more than thank me or something like that um and then the that goodbye hug though that was it like whatever fluid i had left in my <laughs> <See> eyes <laughs> left left um that's not even true because then we get back to tatooine he's moving out of his rock womb He's leaving the rocks behind. He's leaving the pain, the guilt, the trauma. He is a reborn man. He is out of there. He's got a new outfit. The allegory of the cave, by the way. Yes, he as always. The cave. He leaves the cave. Yeah. Of course. Um, he's got a new outfit, which is from a comic that I did not know about. 
I knew it. Yeah. We. I knew. I was like, is this a Ralph McQuarrie outfit? Yeah. But no, it's it's a modern. It's one of the modern comic books. Actually, I'll send you the picture. That's cool. Um, again, he says he just needs to be a boy, which is in stark contrast to taking Anakin from Shmi. Yep. Um, that you want to meet him? You Ooh. you said like, that was crazy. He, I. Oh yeah, I was you like, went. Yo. You went. <gasps> I think you gasped. And went, oh my god, or something. Like, like the whoa. hugeness of this. Yeah, that was that was weird. And the hello there. Oh yeah. <laughs> URP baby, URP podcast, podcast. That my, was podcast you know shout that out. you know podcast that shout out, bro. You know that me that gif of Pooh's Winnie the Pooh with the spirit like lifting up out of his body because he's dreaming <laughs> oh, and is like floating away. No, are you talking? No, no, no. You're talking that about the it. SpongeBob. Is that the SpongeBob one you're talking about? It's Winnie when the Pooh. See, when this one SpongeBob is like ascending into heaven. But yeah, similar. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that one is so funny, man. And I didn't even think I cared about Hello There. I really didn't. But when he said it, I fell to the floor. Um, when does he say hello there? Does he does he say that in the original trilogy? Yes. When he first sees He's, Luke? No, he says it to you, R2. Oh, yeah. Hello there, my little friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, ugh. I honestly didn't think I cared one way or the other. Like, when, when I had seen people speculating, he's going to have to say hello there in this finale. He's going to say it. I was like, I mean, I'm sure he will, but it'll probably be cheesy AF. But it wasn't. It was so good. Oh, I mean, it was pretty cheesy. It was pretty cheesy, but, like, it's fine. It was, but it's he, okay. he gave him his toy. He gave him his little ship. Oh, and let him give no, him the good. ship. Um, okay. Okay, but yeah, but then he, then he gets back on his camel. Back on the Eopi. In the middle of the Lit- screen. In the middle of the screen. Symmetrical division. Of the screen. And as you mentioned, left to right, much like Riva, the river, the actual river, uh-huh. he's riding his Eopi across the screen right through the center. But that wasn't even, that wasn't even the ending <laughs> we need, middle, we like, need middle a path. massive cliff. <laughs> um, finally, we all knew it was coming, Qui-Gon. That was a really pretty shot, by the way. I loved that True. one. True. But finally, he sees Qui-Gon. And as we've been saying all along... In private and on the podcast, Qui-Gon's like, what took you so long? Or it took you long enough or something like that. And Obi-Wan says, I was beginning to think you'd never come. And Qui-Gon says, I was always here, Obi-Wan. You just were not ready to see. What did I say? What did I say? <laughs> what did we He's say? He's been there the whole time. The weird vision of Anakin. Qui-Gon. The green water outside the uh, fortress. Definitely Qui-Gon. Like, he's been there. They've been putting him into these scenes very symbolically. The but rocks he's been there. in the ending in the episode of the duel. You know. The what? Sit to your mic. The, I can't hear you. The rocks during the duel. The rocks during the duel. Can you explain yourself? I don't know what you mean. You're saying that he was represented in the environment. That's definitely him then. In that way. Why? Like the pillars. The pillars, dude. Oh, the pillars. Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, the Jedi Order in general, but sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And plus the fact he was his first. He was Anakin's first master. I mean, that's what the Duel of Fates is all about. Oh, yeah, and I wanted to pick up on the duel of the fates thing and i totally forgot that um 
it's similar what when what they're fighting for basically i guess i did kind of mention it in a roundabout way it's another duel of the fates because they're kind of they're fighting for whether the light's going to consume the dark or the dark's going to consume the light and that projects onto reva is she going to kill luke because if she kills luke what does that (laughs) what does that mean if anik if obi-wan kills vader then what like think about that then what what if he actually killed vader yeah palpatine needs a new padawan or a new apprentice who's he gonna go after ezra oh yeah leia like he knows these kids exist or he at least knows luke exists I think because he brings it up in Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Um. Think about that. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's a speculation, though. I said no more speculation. It's complete speculation, but it's a fun. It's an interesting exercise. If he kills Vader, I mean, they should if, just do a Star Wars "What If" like they did with Marvel. They really should. That they would really be should. so weird. That's what Taika's gonna do. How much you want to bet? How much you want to bet? That's oh, what he's gonna do. God, I can't wait for Taika. Bet. Bet. Okay. I'd be um, not surprised if he did that. The end of this episode, again, um, Obi-Wan and Qui-Gon. And Qui-Gon says, well, come on, we've got a ways to go. <laughs> Meaning, yes, he's had he is finding his middle path, but guess what? He's still got to go through the rocks. He's still got to go. He's still, he's got his middle path. But he's got to be mindful that these rocks are always still going to be here. And he builds his little house on top of a bunch of rocks. Yep. I mean, we don't know that yet, but in a new hope, if you look at where his house is. True. Um, and that sh- ending shot of him, you see the trail of the EOP right up the center. They're going right in between the rocks, dual sun setting his <laughs> new theme playing. Yeah. Fight me. But this is literally perfect. It's literally uh, perfect. It might be, dude. And just another, and just kind of another, I told you so, I guess. I told you it could be done better. I, I want to see Deb's episode nine script, please. I want to see that. <laughs> okay. Or I at least want to see her notes that now, she took. I must say, I must go to the restroom. Before I leave for my work <laughs> okay. shift, and I haven't had food, we should stop. Okay, I have Good nothing really episode. else to say, um, other than it's friggin' perfect, and um, I'm going to my first D23 Expo in September, and if I don't get into that Lucasfilm panel, I'm probably going to die, okay. because if they make any announcements as far as any kind of more Obi-Wan stuff coming or whatever, I really want to be in the room this time. So everyone right. manifest it for me just this one time. I'm asking for manifestation powers outside myself. I know I'm selfish, but I really, 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 I don't know anybody else that's going to that of my friends that podcast and stuff. So, you know, somebody, one of us needs to be in the room. Don't you think? I think, you know, yeah. I'm going. So I might as well be the one, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Man- manifest it hard. Cause I I'm think it's going to be a lottery again. Okay. Okay. All right. If you would like to reach out on not well on Facebook, we're both on Facebook, but on Twitter, my handle is at Freya adjacent. 
if you would like to speak at me. Colin is on Instagram. Give your handle, please, because I don't remember it. Uh, Colin underscore MJ underscore Willett. And your poetry handle? CMJW underscore not underscore a poet. Okay. Um, nothing else to say. Hey, All Colin. Right. Yo. See you around, kid. Peace. Thank you for listening to Unknown Regions Podcast. The introductory theme for Unknown Regions Podcast was composed by Colin Whitlick and was performed live by a volunteer orchestra. This recording and composition is the intellectual property of Colin Whitlick, but please feel free to hire him for all your compositional needs. He is the composer you're looking for. All the opinions expressed on Unknown Regions Podcast are of a personal nature and in no way reflect that of Disney or Lucasfilm. Thanks again for listening. See you real soon.